Part 5 of Fate and Flame. Welcome everyone to Diefall Alderheart. I realized that my stream deck wasn't set to the right thing, so stream my ease deck, of use wasn't deck. set up. But hi! Good afternoon, good evening, uh, good morrow, depending on where in the world you are. Um, this is where we played Dungeons and Dragons and things. But first, I like to talk to my cast members. We've been speaking a little bit about how ungodly hot it is literally everywhere. So if you guys hear fans in the background when people are talking, we do apologize, but also we want people to survive. So, survival is important to us, in-game and out-of-game. Um, but Rob, I'm going to talk about more of your sweat. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure, my friend. How is, uh, how is, how is that treating you? Um, it's good, man. It's good. It's like we Fit, but better. I didn't play We Fit, so please okay, describe well, to me what happens. <laughs> well, what I propose to you to switch gears and talk to somebody else while I show you i just need oh. a second okay uh may you played some more ooblets today i saw this the stream is up alive and well how is uh how's ooblets treating you have you burned yourself out on it yet no because now i'm getting lots of accessories for my ooblets and they're looking super adorable <laughs> i've got one's got a bow tie and a monocle and one's got okay. a bray and one's got big googly eyes it's beautiful well, excellent. Now, Rob, we're not coming back to you yet. We're going to talk to May more about Ooblets now because you told me to go away. So, <laughs> uh, so, in, the difference being between this and Animal Crossing is that you could dress yourself in Animal Crossing, but now you can dress all of your little Ooblets as well. Yes. So there's a lot more to be done here. <laughs> well, like Animal Crossing, you can gift villagers clothing, which they may or may not wear. Where I guess ooblets okay. are stuck wearing what you give them. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it That's any better. <laughs> it's like you're a mom to a bunch of tiny children. They don't get a choice. You put on you put on those clothes and you tie your little shoes and then we're going on a walk. Yeah. And that's yeah, okay. What's been your your besides dressing them up, what's your favorite thing so far in the game? Has there been a, like an event that really like was really cool, or is it just uh, a mechanic? I like the dance barn. It's like the dance mm. battles, but like each day is a different uh, limitation or I'm not finding the right word, but like one day might, you can only use signature moves or like one day, like all moves don't cost zero mm. and stuff like that. My very first one, I didn't choose a very good ooblet for uh, <laughs> signature moves and he only earned points every other turn. So I didn't oh. points in time. <laughs> but now you know, you've learned. Know. You've learned and grown as an, an ooblet master. Is is that what they is that what they call ooblet masters in this game? Is it like Pokemon? I don't is there an Elite Four? They just they're I guess they refer to you as like friends. Okay. You're an ooblet friend to like you just take care creatures. of them. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Well, what else has been up? Anything? Anything otherwise? Carson is sitting in a chat right now. So hi, Carson. Yes. Hey, bud. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> not, not a whole lot, I guess, is up because there's lots of outside projects we really need to do, but it's right. gross out. I, I think the issue is that it might be not gross 
in like four months from now, but as of right now, it's just so bad. There's no winning. There's there's no victory here. <laughs> just wet and muggy suffering. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Rob. Speaking of wet, muggy suffering. Yeah. Uh-huh. Please segue. Away. All right. Well, here's a product review coming at you live from my office where I'm hot, I'm tired, and I'm feeling silly. We got the motherfucking ring thingy. You stay fit with it. You do this. You can do this. Oh, God. You can do oh, this. I thought you broke it. No. It's not broken. Okay, it's no, not man, broken. You gotta, this is how you do your chest exercises. Uh -huh. This is how you work out your delts. And, uh -huh. and when you run, you got this little thing strapped to your leg. So you could do this. And you could just run. And then be like, pew, pew, pew. You gotta shoot things. Pew, pew, pew. And yeah, it's, it's fun. Anyway. That looks like a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work, man. <laughs> it looks like a lot. <clears throat> the you you of... attack by doing exercises. So I've done so many squats. My ass is looking. <laughs> oh, Oh man. Maybe I should do that. That's Bro. Been, like, my biggest quarantine loss is that I no longer have a butt. It's just gone. It, it ran away. It decided that it doesn't want to stay inside all day and it left. Yeah. yeah. So. And there's a little pulse <clears throat> meter. There's a little infrared thing. So you can measure your pulse at the end of the workout. And they're like, hey, man, you do a good workout. Here's your pulse. Man, this huh. is what it means. Huh. And it's it's cool because they actually like no no memes now. Like I'm I'm done being a goofball. They actually they do a really good job about talking about um like this is not a substitute for going to the gym. It just helps keep you active and it helps like work out your muscles or whatever. Um and they give like really realistic like fitness advice in it. And it's like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like these sort of things. I know certain people don't want to bulk up. These sort of things are not meant to get you bulky or like, you know, women's bodies are different than men's bodies. And like here, it, like this is what you could expect from each or whatever. And like nutrition and all this stuff. Like they do Jesus. a really good job of like kind of they have like a like a and a of the day at the like after your last stretch, I think. And it's just kind of like, here's the topic of the day. And it's just like, it's neat. You know, excellent. I was cool. <sighs> How long did it take you to get one? Because I know they were like sold they, out. Okay, a, so a uh, Lana's a little more bitter than I am mm. right now because apparently the Nintendo, she said the Nintendo store, and I don't know if they have those in like England. I don't know that we have them here. I don't know. I We used to have one in New York City, but I don't know if it's still there. But anyway, she said they just got them in and they're discounted now. <laughs> And like her and huh. I spent like premiums on them. I, mean, I say premium. <clears throat> I spent what I think is the retail. It was like eighty dollars, I think. Yeah. For like this and the game and everything. We so had to order two provinces thigh. over. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One of our friends, a community member, was like, "Yeah, we have leg. them in our store." And yeah, she's two provinces over. She's like, we're in the Maritimes because we don't have them any anywhere near here yeah like i early quarantine i hadn't thought of this yet but i did think to try and do because i have a basement now now that i'm not in an apartment and i had tried to go out to like walmart and just get like at home workout stuff and completely empty it was like the toilet the toilet paper the at home workout shit and the webcams all gone all gone all gone all gone Apparently uh, it's hundred and twenty dollars yeah. at stores near me. Wow! No, Target yeah. had it near me for eighty. <clears throat> okay, um, I'll have to go look at yeah. Target. 
Take but no, it, it's it's pretty cool. I don't know cool. if I would spend $80, but I am interested in playing the game. I, I, I don't do I don't do any cardio ever during the day because I'm sitting at sure. a desk all day. Um, yeah. So, and even when I went to the gym, I just did not do it because I'm lazy and I get bored of it really quickly. But if you turn it into a game, you don't <laughs> get bored because there's things that you can shoot by pressing in on the thing. And I'm just like, oh, this is fun. I like that. Okay, yeah. Cool. Cool. <clears throat> and like wading through the water, you need like high knees and like like there's different like they they demand different things of you cardio wise too. Like they kind of pepper it in there. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. Very cool. Thank you for sharing. And that has been a product review. I guess huh, so. With a lot of physical comedy in it. Good luck, podcast. I always forget uh, there's an audio show. Dude, it's, I'm it's fine. sorry. It's hilarious for, for us. For those of you listening on the podcast <clears throat> platform of your choice, I gave birth to a dove. It was great. It was magical. You missed it. <sighs> Malaveth, take me away. Yeah, please. On a sweet escape. <clears throat> take me away. Uh, how have you been? What's up? In this economy? <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> also true <laughs> oh my god um i see you you had more emotes did you finish up yeah. the emotes okay okay I did you want to see one that only yes. i can use because it's not tier one it's great though it's just for me yes absolutely uh, there it is oh my there it is, and you aren't wearing sleeves right now. You gotta, you gotta match this, right? You gotta flex oh, no, it out. Oh no, nobody wants flex to it see out. that. <laughs> flex it out. <laughs> there it is. Awesome, nailed it. Got cool, it. cool, cool. So bold. You'll love to see it. How's it going? It's actually really good. Oh, it's, this one. So, okay. Eh? Eh? Huh? Mead. Huh? That is good. I like that. It's 2020, happening. Wow, wow. Thank That's you. actually really good too. Cool. Very nicely done. Very nicely done. So when you aren't creating cool emotes of buff orc women, what are you doing in your free time right now? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. I zone I off. It's be hard. <laughs> it's like two in the afternoon, right? And then suddenly it's seven in the evening. How does that happen? I, I honestly think... don't know. I've been doing some ring fit though too. Squats oh, are really hard. They're impossible. I, oh I think God. I think I think he's lying when he's saying he's doing squats. Nobody can do squats. What do you mean nobody can do squats? You just oh, fall over. You're, you're gonna get him. Oh boy. They're not human. No. It's gonna say you didn't change your camera. I don't believe it. Well, he disappeared behind the chair, so we can't actually tell if he hit it or not. You know what I mean? Like we don't know. If he, if he did the squat or not, it's impossible to I tell. tried not to do any more physical comedy, but you've invoked <laughs> this nonsense. I wouldn't have it any other way, let's be honest here. This is really more to convince people to come watch the live show, even if they're going to watch stuff. like Oh, he actually he put the camera down. This is it. Here we go. Is he going to... Oh, he's got the ring. Uh-huh. And he hits that squat. Whoa! That is depth. That is some depth. I can't, I'm pretty sure I can't do that. I have. I do not have the, the hip flexibility to go below parallel at all. That is, uh, wow. We're now a Ring Fit Adventure stream. <clears throat> Chat, uh, TOS, Rob? Uh, <laughs> I'm not currently in the just chatting section, so I need you to hold off, okay? Oops. <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> God damn it. 
So it sounds like I'm way behind the times here on getting a Ring Fit Adventure. Everyone else is having adventures except for me. Jeez. Well, I guess that's okay. Well, Miss Simply Jackson, can you bring some normalcy into my life? I made it through the warm up of Ring Fit, sweated, and haven't played it since. So, you're there. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. Man. I was like, I'll play this all the time. That's been <laughs> since like February, I think. You want me to get <laughs> up off the couch? No, 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 no. You have understand. these like motions. That, like, so I wake up in the morning. I'm like, okay, today I'm gonna go downstairs. I'm gonna get some coffee. I'm gonna walk the dog. I'm gonna give them their medicine. And then I'm gonna play Ring Fit. And then I'm gonna shower. Yeah. And I get to coffee stage. Mm -hmm. I like usually give the dog their medicine, get the coffee, and then I'm like, Zach, will you take that dog on a walk? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I like go up here and play Final Fantasy for like six hours. So. Wait, oh wait, I thought you were pl I thought you weren't playing Final Fantasy. You were playing. Girl, uh, what am Guild I not Wars? playing? Okay, true. <laughs> true. So wait, are you playing 14 right now? Is that? Yeah, is that I'm the playing. Move? I mean, I we completed a story mission in Guild Wars 2 on stream yesterday. You, did you do that yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, and I like Guild Wars 2, uh, but I also right. really like Final Fantasy, and they're implementing some changes on the 11th. I think that's supposed to make the base game Realm Reborn like way easier to play. Yes. Uh, and not as much of a snooze fest. So I'm kind of like going back in to get my mind. They're also including a ton of the expansions too in it. It, right yeah. like they've got a there's a whole content plan there that is kind of ridiculous yeah but. so i'm kind of getting back i'm like i literally just got back in to figure out the motor sensory kind of like memory of how to play it so then i get back in if i want to stream and it's not going to be like me being like which way <laughs> you know <laughs> what do i do so oh, i don't yeah. know man I, I, Final Fantasy 14 is one of those ones that like all of my IRL friends play and still play and they like sit in Discord and play together. And for me, I watched them play it once and I was like, this looks really boring to me. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Man. It's really funny because like it, it's, it's the most like classic mentality of an MMO in my mind, like even outside of base, like what WoW is now, like mm -hmm. Ragnarok Online. I'm sorry, not Ragnarok Online. I'm sorry. There's so many MMOs in my mind. Ragnarok Final Fantasy Online. is like one of the originals, like it feels like a base MMO kind of thing. So right, I was like, I'm kind of getting that like base MMO kick out of it. I do have a story for you that's not MMO related. I just want to let you guys okay. know. Yes. Uh, Lady Mally and I last night played uh, Overwatch. There might have been okay. some gin involved on my end, at least. Might. Um, and we had some of the best time playing last night. Uh, because like we played a couple of matches, and then Mally had a friend who's like new to PC who had played console, and they were great. But we ended up coming across this one guy who in text chat was like, I'm brand new to Overwatch. Like, please be kind to me. <laughs> and I immediately was like, I've got you. Like, if anybody <laughs> come for your throat, I'm going to get them. You know, and like, was like, do you have voice chats? So we were in voice chat, like teaching him how to play his little character or whatever. And when it was over, he was like, oh, my God, thank you guys so much. You're so nice. This game's so wholesome. We were just like, man, that was great. It's probably the only great, like, wholesome match we'll have today. But that was yeah. great. The next match, there was somebody named Rolf Lauren in the uh, game. And I was like, Rolf Lauren, that's a great name. And they were like, I know, follow me on Twitch, Rolf Lauren. I was like, I'm drunk enough, I'll go. And like went over there, <laughs> <laughs> pulled up their channel. And it was this precious girl 
playing Overwatch. She was really talented, but she was super nice. And like, we ended up hanging out with her the rest of the It was like a wonderful Overwatch night. So I'm just gonna say, wow. if you emulate positivity, once in a blue moon, it'll, it'll get returned, back. you know? Yeah. Every, every, once every once in a while, it'll come back. It was wow. good. It was good vibes. That's, <laughs> I, I love it. That's that's awesome. And I'm glad I'm glad you guys had a good time. I like <clears throat> the last time I played Overwatch was with you guys. So obviously we had a good time. But like previous to that, when I didn't play with you and we were just like, I used to play ranked in that game. Mm, no, miserable. It was it was awful and terrible and salty. So I'm very happy that you guys got, you know, maybe it was a lot of the gin. But uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was one of those nights where, like, we had, we started the night with a couple of those matches. Where we were like, "Is this what we want to be doing right now?" Because I want to punch mm. something. But then once we started like having like the positive matches with people, it was like, "Okay, like whether we oh, lost or won, good. it was like this is yeah, really doesn't bad, matter you know? exactly." Yeah. Oh my god. Wonderful. Well, I'm very happy to hear that. Uh <clears throat> I think on that very nice and positive note, we should have a very nice and positive session of Dungeons and Dragons. And that always starts with a really nice, positive, and wholesome DM making you roll to do a recap. And I'm sure everyone loves that by now. Right, guys? Haha. <laughs> okay. Please roll me a D20. Let's see where this ends up. Uh, mine's set on rolling the dice, dot, dot, dot. So clearly I'm opted okay. out. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah. No, you know what? It's fine. I, bl it's totally I will okay. show you. It's rolling the dice. Dot dot. Hello. I'm gonna refresh. Hello. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Hello. Mm, yes. Die roller. Yes. Hello. Is anyone there? Hello. Oh, wait. oh my, Did you have, have I talked? I feel like I've talked about this before. There's no way. No, no, no. I. It, it was with real life people, not, not <laughs> people on the internet. Have you seen the thing where the guys like? Okay, lucky rolled a sixteen. Where the guys like. Uh, he asked people how, if you were to, you know, pantomime, what holding a phone would look like, what does it look like? And he asked people that are like our age and older and they all do this, right? Like this is, you pick up the phone on the receiver and he asks his kids and his kids do this because the phones are flat and it blew my mind because the the phones are flat. I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. And the, yeah. It's Anyways. not a floppy disk. It's a save icon. Exactly. It's, oh. oh. I hate getting old. Eli rolled a four, Pez with an 11, Dagonet with a 10, and Lucky with a 16. I rolled a nine, and that means Dagonet, you have the con. Oh boy. <clears throat> well, it uh, was our first uh, full day uh, back in Alder Heart, and uh, you know, we had a lot uh, uh, to do. And, uh, you know, uh, Oddworld uh, had a, a previous uh, companion, a uh, seer, and uh, we went to talk to, to her to see if uh, we could find any information about uh, this uh, object uh, that we need to, to get. And, uh, you know, she was a, a nice uh, lady, a little tent, and, you know, that uh, nice little uh, bug friend. And, uh, you know, she... It was a little strange, but uh, you know, I'm not uh, used to divining uh, things like that. But uh, she had some uh, uh, visions, uh, you know, outcomes, and uh, uh, got a uh, told us uh, how to uh, open a, a door with uh, some leaves or, or something. But she told us to ask the the tenders. Uh, unfortunately, uh, 
she uh, saw a lot of uh, outcomes in which we only win one. So uh, it, uh, maybe not the the positive way to leave the tent, but yeah. Uh, and anyway, uh, Eli and and I go to see the the tenders, and you know they they have a, a nice place uh, in also hot now. Uh, they're doing very very well for themselves and in, in the community. It's a very nice, and uh, their names are escaping me. Uh, my age is a little, uh, you know, it makes it a little fuzzy. But uh, they are good friends of of ours, and you know, we talked about what we saw. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Loki and uh, Pez had quite uh, the adventure, uh, looking for an espresso machine uh, to commission for for Eliza. And uh, I got roped into making a patio, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And uh, if I forgot anything, uh, then uh, yep. You covered it. We're good. <laughs> really, the focus was you now have to make a patio, I guess, and like a pickup window for the new uh, custom-made espresso machine that cost 700 gold that Pez just decided to go buy for Eliza. In a really generous fashion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think where we ended up last week was uh, you guys had returned to your rooms. You were going to start a new day because it kind of started getting late. Uh, and you were deciding what you were going to do on the next day. You had set up a meeting, much like real life, where you have to meet the contractor in the morning to... Uh, you know, hash out the details of the work over at Eliza's place, but also you're supposed to go find this Skyleaf thing in the northwest of Alderheart that's supposed to take you and or supposed to be important with, I don't know, some frog statue that's out in the, the middle of the, the Ashen Plains um, or the Scorched Grove, and there's supposed to be some kind of temple thing there or something that the tenders told you about. That's about all the detail you got on it, but, uh, you know, maybe we can... Figure it out on the way. Uh, so I guess we decide whether or not you guys want to role play out meeting the contractor at Eliza's or we just say, yes, we did that. Yes, we made some plans and we move on and you go do other stuff or what? So what do you, what do you guys feel like doing today? I feel like that's up to Dagame since she's going to be the lead contractor on this project, I feel like. <laughs> Excuse me, he. Uh, yeah, Dagonet, as lead, uh, as the primary builder of Eliza's Emporium. Uh, yeah, I imagine he would find it a concern to make sure things were, you know, set in properly. Sure. Okay. So, <clears throat> you guys have, you go home, you home. You go to the half full cup where the uh, owner is still conspicuously missing after a couple of days. Who'd have thought that that would ever happen? <clears throat> and uh, you wake up the next morning to go meet the uh, the new contractor of the espresso machines, This the artisan, Jerry Pebbles. Yeah. Old Jerry is going to be over by Eliza's this morning to uh, set up a spot and uh, take some dimensions and uh, whatever the custom requests might be <clears throat> when you are there. So, do you guys head over as a group, or is it just Dagonet heading over to meet Jerry Pebbles? Is the money coming? Uh, is Pez coming with the the dollars? Okay. Uh, 
you guys head back to Eliza's? I assume you would have let Eliza know the night before that this is something that is happening. Uh, yes? Yes? Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, <clears throat> so you are there. Uh, Eliza is opening up the shop. And uh, Jerry Pebbles comes with a, like kind of a satchel over his, his mopoc form. His goggles still sitting on his head. He seems to be in a perpetual state of being sooty. That's just kind of who he is. And uh, he uh, raises a paw and says, uh, Good morning. Good morning. Uh, is this the place then? Oh, it, it is. Uh, uh, here, uh, Eliza, she's just opening up. Uh, uh, you want to, to come in? He goes, he goes up and he kind of like dusts his paws off on the, on the, obviously the entryway welcome mat. And I says, oh yes, come on in everyone. I'm just opening up the store today and I think I've got myself a, maybe a little temporary place to put the espresso machine <clears throat> until Dagonet here uh, has so graciously offered to build me some shelving for cups and some, maybe some new tables for outside on a patio and Maybe we can get some of them umbrellas so those bright sunny days aren't so hot for the customers. And what if we get like a little gate that goes around the edge and he goes, Oh yes, I make these wrought iron gates with the little twisties in them and little basket cages that are so artistic and so we could just make them go around as a patio. And he looks, they look over to you. Oh, that, uh, that would be a very uh, nice touch. Uh, we could have some... Uh... Uh, wooden carved uh, corner pieces that uh, we insert the the iron into. Uh, to, it, I think it will look uh, very nice uh, and uh, appealing to to customers. Uh, now, I am not familiar with the, the espresso machine. Uh, is there specifications for what it needs to to sit on? Uh, no, I don't want it uh, oh, breaking a table. Quite heavy, really. They will need some support, uh, some good uh, triangle shapes underneath whatever table that you've got going on there. And uh, he pulls out like a string, and it's you know it seems to have been marked at various locations for differing lengths. And he kind of he puts it out. And he's like, now about uh, this long and uh, this tall, and uh, lots of intricate pieces all inside of it. And uh, where, uh, Elisa? Where do you think you were putting? Oh, well, I was thinking that I'd come back here behind the counter and for the time being, I'd just put it up on, on this table here. And he looks at it and he goes, That could work, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't think uh, the table uh be okay? Uh, maybe I can at least uh, brace it under underneath for something uh, temporary? Because I imagine, uh, do you have time in your schedule to, to start soon? Oh, yes, uh... For this level of piece, I can move it directly to the front of the line. There is just so much go I mean, good that I can do to make this. Uh... <clears throat> oh, the, uh, that uh, sounds uh, perfect. Uh, uh, we unfortunately have to to leave uh, uh, town, but I can I can uh, scrounge up some some stuff now to at least uh, brace the table. Hmm. <laughs> Yes, I think that would be good. Uh, it will take me some time to make the piece itself, but uh, the dimensions look right for the table. It's just, it could use a little bit of bracing, maybe for the extra weight. Uh, other than that, I think you're good to go, as long as someone is there to uh, pour the water, make the steam, and steam the milk, and, you know, it should be all right. Day looks at Eliza. I imagine uh, 
you could learn to, to use the machine to... Um, well, honestly, I hadn't thought about how complicated that might whole thing be, but, uh, uh you know, I got nimble paws. I could <clears throat> probably figure it out, I guess. Well, I, I imagine you deal with the magic items. I can't imagine that this would be much different. I think magic and machinery are similar, but, well, not that similar. <laughs> Oh, I, I I think you'd be fine. Uh, if, uh, I imagine uh, you might, if you have any uh, friends in the, the market, uh, maybe they might have someone that could show you uh, how to do it. I'll I'll ask around. Don't worry. I know you guys have a big journey ahead of you, and well, this is such an exquisite and expansive gift. Uh, I really don't want to be any more burdened than I already am right now. Uh, so, yeah, Mr. Pebbles and I can. Get things figured out here as long as, well, as long as the table can hold it. I think uh, we can manage for, for a while while you're gone. All right. Uh, well, that sounds good. I guess I'll go grab my belt uh, in my in my bag there. And uh, I think uh, you still have some wood out back. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I've, got a, I've got a little bit left. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. he'll, he'll go and pick out pieces to... At least brace the table. Wonderful. Uh, roll me your carpentry tools. Yeah. Uh, that is yeah. a natural 20. This thing's a solid. 27. Yeah, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Basically, you're like, it's, it's one of those that you measure once and you cut once. And it is perfect and you nail it every time. And it goes super quickly. The nails sit in perfectly everything's braced appropriately you have supremely dadded this table so it can handle the extra weight of an ex espresso machine i love that espresso machines are now canon in the alderheart world we just need to let them know that they should add this in an addendum to the book all these caffeinated birds <clears throat> yeah but yeah it goes really well and because you did so well at it and the wood was readily available it doesn't take that much time. You guys haven't lost too much of the morning here. If you want to get started on your purported adventure, uh, you're maybe only about an hour to an hour and a half behind schedule right now. All right. Uh, I imagine uh, Oswald might be a little uh, antsy. I guess uh, we didn't really let him know, but uh, that's, that's okay. True. He can wait a little, sweat it out. <clears throat> So, are you guys going to go and not tell Oddwald or the we'll go pick council member? We'll go Where pick him go? up. We'll go get him? Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you guys head up to uh, the top of the tree, the council plaza. Um, I assume the night before you guys had told him you would meet him here. Did we do that or? Yes. Yes? Okay. <clears throat> He's up here uh, once again uh, with apparently some of the uh, what are they called the the bird the bird militia golly dude I am losing my mind the perch guard thank you the perch guard uh, they're kind of just sitting there one of them's got a hand on one of his little thin bird arm wings and he's you don't have to do that you know yeah I've mixed two of my accents together originally but that's totally fine we're back now. Oh, good, you're here. <laughs> uh, can, can, uh, uh, welcome. Uh, are we ready to go? 
Yet, uh, we're on our way out, so you uh, got everything that you need? Um, yep, but he has his shouldered pack, he's got a little walking stick, and as ready as I'll ever be as an adventurer again. <laughs> Alright. I don't know how useful I'll be with these manacles on. Uh, well, the... In case we need uh, your magic, uh, then we'll save it for then. Let's make it a really in case. I don't want to... My brother's really mad at me. And he starts, like, walking away from the perch guard people so he comes closer and kind of conspiratorially whispers with you guys. My brother's really mad at me, which is kind of understandable considering everything that happened at the avium, but, like... I promised the council I'd leave the manacles on, and I promised the headmaster I'd leave the manacles on, and I'll just do my best to stay out of the way. And maybe if it becomes like a life or death situation, take them off, but otherwise I'm going to do my best to hide if we get in any trouble. As long as you don't go too far, but uh, I think it's wise to... I won't go very far. I'm pretty useless with these things on, so... <laughs> the only thing I got left is all up here. <laughs> well, uh, I guess we uh, go down after you. Yeah. So you guys uh, go down one of the big old elevators that you just went up, and you head all the way back down to the brand new neighborhood known as The Roots. Uh... It is, again, growing. There's lots of work still being done, uh, but it, it is progressing, and rather swiftly, considering how you guys have been back and forth from Alderheart. Every time you come back or come through here, there's new buildings up, new homes up, and more and more people seem to be working together. It's a, it's a nice sight, honestly. So you head to the northwest, right, of Alderheart here, and you're out on the lookout or where one of these sky leaf trees might be. Now, if I remember correctly, Lucky had a very good role last week to identify the sky leaf and recognize the plant for what it was. So this means that your travel is going to be much easier than it probably could have been otherwise, which is great. Um, Lucky, that being said, I feel like you would be leading the group here uh, out of Alderheart and towards the Northwest. Go ahead and roll me a, a survival check with advantage based on your previous roll and sure. your knowledge of the area. Sure. And let's see how it goes for you. Okay. Ooh. 20, yeah. Nice. Little dirty 20 action. We'd love to see it. Yeah, you, you kind of know the area they're known for. So you start heading off in, in that direction. The, uh, the wood, as you go on... It seems really quiet. Not a whole lot of things going on. You're taking some of the, the back roads that you know, the back trails. And things are going rather well, rather easily. You're about three hours outside of Alderheart at this point. And this is when things visually begin to change. It's a sparse burned forest ashes litter the branches and cover the forest floor in a thick carpet 
To the north, you can see a swath of charred trees visible in the distance. Unmistakably the work of the aspect. It looks like it's been able to push even closer to Alderheart. The ash that covers the forest floor is cool to the touch. And from your observations, it doesn't seem to possess any of the supernatural or magical properties that the ashes within the Scorched Grove had that you noted previously. But the presence is obviously a little disconcerting. The forest is very still. The familiar sights and sounds of the wood conspicuously absent. You've arrived at the location, lucky that you propose, will probably find you a skyleaf. Now it's going to take some looking and some doing to figure out where it is. Um, so you get to make a choice between another survival or an intelligence check. Uh, someone in the party is able to help. Uh, and then we're going to figure out whatever everyone else is currently doing. Uh, in this area. So you've arrived basically in this sparse, like this line in the sand, in the wood, where everything past this point seems burned out and covered in ash, and the ash is kind of pushed into where some of the greener spaces are still in the woods. So, Lucky, you're looking for the leaf, correct? Mm. Is anyone helping Lucky? Uh, yeah, Eli would be helping Lucky. Okay, so Eli and Lucky are looking for the the leaf. Um, okay, and Pez, what are you going to be up to? Uh, Pez would, if possible, maybe cast a speak with animals and just see what's up around the area. You know, what's going on, little bird friend? Sure. Uh, yeah, so you cast speak with animals, and as I said in my, my just previous paragraph, the forest is still. All of the familiar sights and sounds of the animals and things in the area are conspicuously absent. There is no animal around for you to communicate with. It's real quiet around here. She's going to mm -hmm. toot on her flute a little bit. So there's a small song being played now by Pez, who is maybe somewhat panicking about there being zero animals in the area. Uh, Dagonet, what are you doing? Uh, keeping an eye on Oddwald and the surrounding horizon. Okay, yeah. Oddwald is looking around, and he kind of, he like walks over some of the trees and puts his his claws on the bark and picks up some of the ash and kind of sniffs at it and puts it down. You see him kind of muttering to himself, and you note him looking even further to the, the west as if he's trying to find the, the aspect that did this. Uh, again, to remind you guys, and mostly for chat, Oddwald blames himself for the release of the aspect, and you can sense, Dagonet, some... There's some anger there. It is a shame that the, the fire has reached this far. Uh, but I wouldn't hope on uh, seeing it in the distance just yet. We are definitely huh. not prepared. And you're sure that my cobble fright wouldn't have done the job, huh? Most definitely. 
All right. Well, what do you make of all this? Is this, can we fix this? I don't know about fixing the forest, but we can hope that we deal with the, the aspect so the forest can have a chance to, uh, to regrow. Well, there's one way to find out if the forest is okay. And he kind of goes down on one knee, leaning heavily on his stick, and digs into the ash. Down and down, and ash is actually piled up rather thick, but he digs down until he's about shoulder depth. And he grabs, and he comes up. He releases some dirt onto the ashen floor. And you note some like pieces of grass that are still green fall down, and there's these little uh, little buds that have fallen away. He says, things are still trying. That's, that's good. I don't know how long they'll last with the ash covering, though. Well, we can only try our best uh, and hope that the others find this leaf uh, before we run into the giant walking volcano. <laughs> right. I... For all you say, I, my curiosity still makes me want to see the thing. Even if it might be the last thing that I ever see. Like he like shudders. He's like... Very may be the case, but... Uh, where are the, the last hope of the wood? Gotta give it oral. Hmm. Yes. I think this is where we find the shuddering Lucky and Eli attempting to find this leaf. Eli, I did note that in the chat there you cast guidance for this role as well. Yeah, so correct. Uh, Eli would turn to Lucky and just say uh, he's, he's just kind of scanning the... because he knows that it's like above the treetops basically he's mm -hmm. you know scanning and he's like ah, you want to see if you can get a little bit more of a vantage point i'll uh give you a boost oh uh, yeah yeah i i can get up the trees pretty well but uh the uh coverage gets pretty thick so if you can maybe shout out where to go like where weaker limbs are from a bottom advantage point that would be nice you know sure sure yeah up there yeah all right and yeah so as he uh as he sort of helps Lucky up, he'll uh, he'll cast guidance as uh, excellent as Lucky's climbing up sure. the tree, and okay. he'll he'll call out each you know branch that he sees and mm -hmm. and kind of yeah. guide Lucky um, going up the tree. Okay, so Lucky, I'm gonna need two rolls for you here. The first and one, uh, you are getting some help with the athletics check to climb the tree. Okay, so. Go ahead and roll that bad boy for me. So you're gonna just roll it and then roll a d6 afterwards, right? Uh, I believe is guidance a d4. D4, uh, excuse yes. me. Yeah. So yep. So go ahead and roll it with the advantage that you're getting with the help from Eli. Yeah, okay. guidance can be used on anything in the next minute if you want. Um, yes. I think okay. you can declare it after. Target can roll a d4. Uh, yeah, you could declare after. Check. Yes. Okay. All right, I'm gonna... Before or after making the check. Go for it for the athletics. 
21. Yeah, definitely beating the DC of being able to climb up. Without all the foliage and the like, the leaves and stuff on it, it's super easy to see which branches you can actually get to. You slip a little bit on one of the ash-covered branches, but after dusting it off, you can get a good grip on the bark, and you nimbly make your way up. Also, Jerbean straight-up leaping into next mm -hmm. tree branches. You're very nimble in that regard. You've come up to the top of this particular tree, and you kind of look out over trying to find some bit of green, some bit of this sky leaf that you need. Go ahead and roll me a survival or a nature check to see if you can find it. Ugh, gotta survival. I, I feel like nature would be the best, but nature is not what I'm good at. So I don't really want to pick based so, off meta. Like how would survival be? You could do nature. I think your nature role previously about the leaf covers this. Okay. Because nature is what would tell you this is the tree that this would likely grow on. Okay. Your survival is saying this is where that tree is because I yeah. can see it and I know where to look. Okay. I'm going to willy-nilly it and go with nature and then I'll use the guidance uh, okay. roll in case. 14. Okay. Then... Go ahead and go ahead and roll the guidance. <laughs> meets the DC, you are able to find what looks to be a skyleaf sprig. One, two trees over. And as per the name, up in the highest branches of hey. that tree. All right, I, uh, he's like, shout out two trees uh, directionally, but it was like Easter. West or whatever, yeah, yeah. But... Let's call it northwest. Of yeah, me. it's like it's like two trees in the northwest. There's uh, there's one at the top over there. You want me, you want me to come back down and try to go up there and get it? Uh, how uh, mm, can I see how the branches are looking? Uh, what are you trying to discern? I'm trying to see if he's gonna jump on a branch and he's gonna snap <laughs> if he tries to get it. Uh, you could make, uh, I would say their survival or nature check to discern, um, the survival. I think survival probably fits the best. That's a natural 20, 26. Yeah, you can note from your knowledge of trees and apparently burned out branches that more than likely these have just been surface scarred. They're not necessarily burned out and hollow on the inside. The, it seems like the, the forest came through fast moving and just kind of burned everything, but didn't necessarily ruin the integrity of the structures you uh you got a couple of thicker branches uh right over there you should be able to make it if you want to grab it all right, all gra right. grab a little extra if you see it just in case all right all right uh and lucky's gonna like try to pick strongest branches to i guess tree to tree fat branch jump fat branch if we can. Yeah, um, let's call this one. Um, this is more than likely going to be some kind of dexterity mm -hmm. check rather than athletics. Yeah. Um, so let's say that this is your acrobatics. Okay. How, how high up is Lucky? Uh, with these trees, 40 to 50 feet in the air. Just gonna do a bardic inspiration real quick. Um, lucky, lucky, you got this, bud. Look at those branches. You are so much stronger than those branches. Those are made out of wood. You're made out of pure muscle and adrenaline. That's true. That's true. Do, do, 
<laughs> Muscle and adrenaline. <laughs> True. All right, yeah. Go ahead and roll. Oh, and then you can roll a d6 on top of this. <laughs> Seven. I'd roll that d6. Yay. Oh, is it d8, d8 now? Oh, yeah. oh well. Reroll mm. is a d8. Okay. Reroll is a d8. Oh, well, look at you, Mrs. Graduate to the DA oh fought God, against the recent. Well, I would take the best one. one. <laughs> okay. Lucky, you miss a branch and you begin to fall. Roll me a dexterity saving throw to catch yourself. There it is. You saved 26. You catch the next branch just below you, thankfully. God, but you're on the correct tree now. Lucky, please be careful. Okay. I'm not a graceful mouse. It's fine. All right, just uh, graceful. It's okay. Probably wrap it up a little quickly now. Okay. He pulls himself back up into his branch and tries to climb his way to where the sprig is. Yeah. <laughs> and you climb your way up. And once you get up, you realize you're at the top. You kind of see out pretty far. Oh. And you note over where the swath of burned out trees are to the north of you and you can see close and you can see over to the ashen grove and yeah it seems to have made its way pretty far towards alderheart here i feel he's like looking back at alderheart and then like looking back at it dagon a roll me perception please And 18. You feel something in the ash and ground below you. A rumbling, a sensation. And you have just enough time to dive out of the way as an ash snake erupts out of the ash from this new area and begins to attack you all. So I'm going to need everyone to roll me an initiative when I bring you to this right chair. Uh, Lucky, up at the top of this tree, this ash snake explodes out of the ground and begins attacking. Uh, Oddwald seems to be directly in the way, did not notice this, and goes, ah! and he goes flying backwards as the snake erupts out. The internal fire of the snake roars outwards, and it begins to spew its ashen fury at you as I get everyone on the map here. And, uh, 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 oh, I forgot to actually put the thing up. Are these the rolls that you guys just did, or? Eli 17. Okay, yeah, so these are the rolls you just did. Excellent, thank you. Look, my clicks my token. You did it! I'm I wasn't so gonna proud say it, but I was like, "Ooh, look at all four <laughs> of us!" Ooh. We did it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the snake rolls, and then um, Oddwald's gonna act just at the top of the round. Okay. So that's just gonna be his thing. Um, so Oddwald gets tossed out of the way this way, and then a spew of ashen fury hits. Dagonae, Eli, and Pez. Uh, I'm going to need you guys to roll me a dexterity saving throw, please. Pez, seven. Eli, two. Where's my boy? I gotta get my boy out. I dragged his token out, but I didn't get his character sheet. Oddwald. Boy, you need to get out of the way. Dex. 
god. Okay, well. Old Oddwald rolls a natural one. Uh, Pez with the seven, Eli with the, the two. Uh, it does... Oh, did it not roll damage? Why did that not... Okay, well. My bad. I'll just roll the damage myself, then. Would this be considered a harmful effect? This is indeed a harmful effect. Oh, it only target. Mm, never mind. I can't do that. Okay. Um. So you all, you all of you failed the saving throw and take. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. I yeah, okay. All of you failed the saving throw. <laughs> and the superheated ash, uh, blows onto you, burning your your feathers and your fur. Uh, you each take eight, or excuse me, seven uh, fire damage as the ash snake comes out. Uh, with its... I take half the shield master. Even from just fire damage? Because you're behind the shield? It says, if you, are if you are subjected to an effect that allows you to make a dexterity saving throw, to take only half damage, and then I can use reactions and take no damage. It's that based is on, really nice. It's based on dex saving throws. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely you can. Go for it. Uh, so you take the half, and I'm just making sure the turn order is visible for chat here. And that is the... And the Ash Snake gets to make one bite attack against you as well. So it lashes out with its big old bitey mouth. Uh, a 12 does not hit you. So not only do you get behind the shield from all of the ash, you're able to get behind the shield from the, the gaping maw uh, of the animal, and uh, you're defending yourself. Eli, what would you like to do here? Um, What what time of day is it again? Just for my oh. reference. Caught me right when I was taking a drink of water. Um, oh, sorry. It was about three hours worth of travel, so it's midday. Okay, cool. Um, Eli is going to, um, Eli is going to go ahead and cast aid. Okay. Uh, and so he just says, oh, God dang it. Uh, lucky. Uh, maybe, uh, stay up there. And, um, he will use aid on, uh, up to three creatures within range. I'm going to use it on Dagonet. Pez and Oddwald, um, okay. who now get uh, max hit points. Whoa. Oh, okay. They get five temporary hit points. I don't know why that. Well, it says each target hit point, hit point maximum. And current hit point increased by five. Yeah. So mm. basically, you get healed five, but your max also goes up by five. So okay. if you get another healing effect on top of that, it can reach a new max. Got it. Okay. And that lasts for eight hours. So that's why I was asking. So yeah, that's one doing? action for eight hours. You are adding five to your maximum, but also to your your total. Like so, you mm -hmm. go up five, and your max is plus five. Yeah, plus five to both. Um. Yeah, and then he's going to. He's going to step up and uh, have his sword drawn and just sort of chill there. Okay, yeah. Uh, Ready to defend as needed. Yeah, sounds good. 
Dagone! What would you like to do? Oh, he's like, oh, not these uh, blasted things again. And he is going to swing with his spear. Okay, yeah. You strike out with your spear at one of these beasties. 22 definitely hits. He would have Remember the last time too. you guys... Yeah, the one of you guys... Uh, you guys fought one of these earlier in your career. You're maybe a little bit weaker, a little bit smaller. So we'll see how this one goes. Uh, but 22 absolutely hits. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Seven piercing damage. Excellent. A good strike. Uh, and it definitely seems focused on you right now since you're dealing the damage to it. Okay. Well, I get my second attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. You guys get two attacks now. Oh, God. He's gonna poke again. It's weird. It's like Dagonet figured out how to strike, retract, and strike again. It's crazy how this works out. Um, A Maybe nine not. is not enough to pierce through the, uh, the hardened scaly hide of the ash snake uh is there any bonus action you would like to take not at this time okay lucky you're up in the tree the sprig of the sky leaf in in your grasp what do you want to do okay uh, i feel like <laughs> i feel like lucky still hasn't gotten a handle on casting especially okay, reactionary sure. casting yeah. Um, so as soon as this thing erupts in the ground, it's like, ah! and he like casts healing spirit on the space where Dagonet ended up, like on Dagonet. It's just like, don't let it get you. Like, he just freaks out. Um, so I'm going to share that with you. Boop, boop, beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep. Healing spirit. You call forth a nature spirit to soothe the wounded. An intangible spirit appears in a space that is a five foot cube. You can see within range. Spirit looks like a transparent beast or fae of your choice Eli. until the spell ends. That's right, it's Eli. <laughs> Whenever you or a creature you can see moves in the spirit's space for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to the creature. No action required. Spirit can't heal constructs or undead. Can heal a number of times equal to one plus spellcasting ability modifier, uh, minimum two. After that, the spirit disappears. So it is summoned on Dagonet's person right now. We have a little, there's a little spirit that stands there in that cube. Uh, and you can make the choice to heal Dagonet if you would like. Uh, Eli, you note off the corner of your eye, there's a you. A you from 10 years ago, <laughs> glowing and regal and fierce and bandanaed. Uh, I am going to choose to let Dagonet, since she, since he will begin his time in that square. If you stay sure. in that square, you can heal there, considering it's like the beginning of your turn. So that's up to you. And if you decide to move, I'm just gonna move it. <laughs> um, and then he raises an arrow because he gets two attack two, and he's really excited about it now. He's gonna do it. I love that healing spirit's a bonus action. By bonus the way. action, right? Yeah, boom, that's boom. insane. Mm-hmm. Yep, so go ahead. You got two attacks with arrows now. Uh, 20 definitely hits. 12 piercing damage. Yeah, slamming into the side of this beast after you maybe distracted a little bit with this healing spirit. Uh, you get another go because that's how this game is now. Rangers are great. Nine. A nine, no, unable to pierce the hide. Exactly like Dagonet's roll. Before. Uh, just can't get through it. Before he has a turret, I think he's going to shout down at everybody. Don't forget he's going to burrow. 
He's gonna go down the ground. Yeah, look at that knowledge. Knowledge of past encounters coming out. Just what a ranger should do, you know? Okay, uh, Lucky, you're still in the trees. Is there anything you want to do movement-wise? Nope. nope. This All is right, great. excellent. Pez, big old snake thing. What do you want to do? Pez is not a fan. Pez is going to hide behind Eli. Pez is going back there. She's going. It's probably a good plan. <laughs> we like to see it. Don't like that. Don't like that thing. But Eli, you know, that thing isn't scary at all. It's not spooky. You know, it's right there. You got it. No problem. I'm just going to do an inspiration on Eli real quick. Yeah, Eli, you get up there. You do that thing. You're big and strong and tough. You could totally take him. Uh-huh. Ain't nothing. Uh, Ain't it, no thing. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna shoot it with a crossbow bolt. Just yeah. Gonna... <laughs> so you give a little inspiring, inspiring back pat to Eli here, and you shoot at it with a crossbow. A light crossbow at 15 is just enough to hit. Uh, Go neat. ahead and roll me some damage. Four more piercing damage. Blam! Right into its hide. It's getting pin cushioned right now. Okay. Anything else you would like to do here? Like keep hiding. Nope. Excellent. Uh, right after Pez goes, Oddworld goes, Oh, ah, what is that? Ah, and he's going to run uh, this direction uh, and go hide behind this tree in this bush. That is what he's going to do. Uh, he disappears from your view. No, I'm just going to leave him there. Uh, Eli, oh, it is now, oh, wait, excuse me, that's the Ash Snake. Ash Snake turn. I keep scrolling past it. Ash Snake's turn. The Ash Snake is now beset on all sides by all of this nonsense. Sees this glowing thing in front of it and is going to try and grab it. It's also going to roll a d6, so, hang on. Okay. Going to try and grab the thing in front of it. Uh, it's going to try and constrict Dagonet. It rolls, uh, that is a seven. It is unable to constrict you, so it tries to bite you again. That is a 20. I don't, I yeah. didn't hear you. That hits? Okay. Right, right on the money. Right on the money, boom! 11 piercing damage as it on you, and you can feel the heat inside of its mouth. As you remember, inside of this thing, liquid hot magma. All right, that is the uh, the ash snake, and it's going to... Yeah, it's gonna burrow. Okay, so it's going to attempt to uh, burrow here, and if you guys would like to figure out where it ends up going, uh, Dagonet, you do get an attack of opportunity here as it tries to make its way uh, away from you, uh, but it is gonna burrow, and we'll figure out where it shows up later, uh, and I'm going to figure out what you guys are gonna have to do to... Is it just a regular attack, it. or is attack of opportunity advantage? Attack of opportunity is just a regular attack. It just takes your reaction to do it. Mm, that's fine. Okay. 24 definitely hits. So you deal it seven more piercing damage as it disappears from view here. Uh, that makes this uh, that number. And... Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I think that is its turn. Uh, so to, to locate it, you're gonna have to figure out where it is, which means your passives are gonna have to be higher than what it rolled, which after the roll, they're not. So you'll have to actively try and find out where it is uh, until it resurfaces. Eli, it is now your go. What would you like to do? Um, Eli is going to turn to... He'll, he'll look at Dagonet and Pez and just say, 
Trust me. And uh, he's going to run over to Oddwald, and I'd like to use my action to unlock his manacles. Okay, he looks up and he's like, what are you? No, I, I told you no. Life or death. Life or death. Oddwald, we've fought one of these before. It can be life or death if we're not careful. We need your help. Uh, I trust okay. you to do the right thing. He holds out his manacled ar his manacled claws. All right, yeah, I'll uh, I'll unlock them. All right, you unlock them and they fall to the ground. Uh, Oddwald, Oddwald is now active in this in this fight, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll him onto the initiative here. Uh, so he will go. Looks like directly after Dag or after Eli. There it is. And uh, without so much as a uh, like a second glance, he just kind of absentmindedly flicks the spiritual weapon into into play. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. I technically have to make an attack with it. Uh, can I just say I summon it? That's fine. I'm not care. really gonna. Yeah. I mean, you don't know where so, anything is. Oh, so well, yeah. Ignore that. Oh, it's fine. You, the spiritual weapon is now on the uh, on the field here. I'll go grab yeah. your token. You should just have that on hand all the time. I want to go get it. Um, but your token. Uh, where do you summon it at? Just go ahead and ping that location. Um, uh, or you can just summon it and you can move it. About uh, here. I'm just roughly the area that it was. Over. Oh, that's right. I can move it. There you we go. It. Okay, that's it. Excellent. Oddwald, looking a little apprehensive about things, takes a couple of steps out and behind you, and he oh, he looks around. He's, I don't, I don't see it. I, uh, I, I don't. He's going to attempt to figure out where it is. He's not very wise, so. Uh, okay, he rolls a 14, which is not enough to figure out where it is. So he kind of is just standing back here with like his his claws upraved and his, his quarterstaff up. Um, you're not really sure what he's going to do, but he doesn't see it. And he lets you guys know about that. Uh, okay, so Dagonet, what do you want to do here? He sighs at Eli when he goes to do that, but like remembers what happened to... To Lucky, and I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and he's gonna try and spot it. Okay, go ahead and roll me a perception check, please. No. Twelve. Yeah, not enough. It's uh, it has disappeared from view rather handedly here. And <sighs> he's gonna back himself up against <laughs> these roots. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't know where this thing is. I'm a little nervous about it. I did start my turn in the spirit thingy, didn't I? You did. I feel like he's uh, like. <laughs> you can, you can, you can go ahead and use and do the healing. That's fine. Is one d six? I believe so. Yes. Uh, yes. One d six. Um, because you wouldn't make the choice. The spirit would, and it knows you're in pain, so you heal one of. 1d6. One. One! Lucky's still like, yeah, 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 great. It's super cool, right? <laughs> oh, it's the best. Okay. 
Uh, Dagon, anything else you want to do here? That's it for me. Alright, lucky. You, uh, I think from your vantage point, would have advantage on figuring out where the heck this thing is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like he's definitely already got his eyes rolling across the horizon. Like, where's he gonna come up? Where's he gonna come up? Mm -hmm. Um, so we're just doing perception. Yep, at advantage. Beep, 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 beep. Um, great. <laughs> wow! That is a natural 20. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you note that it is somewhere in the vicinity of this over here. He just shouts at Pez. Pez, it's behind you, put a move! <laughs> what? Oh my god! And he's just gonna try to ready to attack for when it pops out, wherever it is, if we can. Uh, yeah. So the action would be oh, the yeah. perception, so That's you can't true. really ready a thing, but you do have That's a bonus true. action if you want to try and do something with it. I don't think you have anything. Not really. Uh, oh, I can use my bonus action to move the healing spirit on top of Dagonet again. So. Okay, sure. Yeah. So you move the spirit on top of Dagonet. Yes, yeah, so you just Dagonet. see a little Eli like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like waddling over after Dagonet. It's, it's like, really weird. Jeez. Okay. Pez, you were shouted at. There was a, sh a warning shouted at you. Behind you! Run away! What do you want to do? I'm gonna run away. I'm just gonna go straight. Just. Not even just looking at this. Way. Just go. This yeah. way. <laughs> you scramble up on top of this, like, this wall here, and you get on top of the thing near where the tree is, and you're... And I think that would call, that would be all of your movement, I think, because yeah, this little area right there is difficult. Um, and she waddled away! Waddle, waddle. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, what else do you want to do? He's not like this at all. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... Uh, uh. Hey, dang it, hey, uh, you're doing great. Uh, uh, tree thing. Very smart. Armor, you got armor. You're wonderful. The heroism on dang it. If I can reach, can I reach from there? No. Can I touch? Oh, is, is big five feet away from you, down a slope. I will do that later then. Okay. Sounds good. Just gonna Sounds good. Get an arrow out and just look frantically. Uh, you have the ability to ready an attack here if you would like because you have not used your action. So you can yes. say, I will fire a crossbow bolt when I see the enemy. I will do that as soon as it pops out, wherever Perfect. it is. Perfect, which is right now. It pops up out of the ground right where uh, Pez was, a or excuse me, uh, Lucky was able to see it, and it erupts from the ground, but I don't think anyone is within five feet of it. No, Dagna, you tech, or excuse me, Eli, you technically count right there. Technically, technically count on the on the diagonal there. So I need a dexterity saving throw from you, please, or be knocked prone. That's a five, and I rolled a six. You are knocked prone. Yeah, on the ground, and a, an eruption of ash comes swiping across you. Uh, so make me another dexterity saving throw, but at disadvantage this time, and Oddwald needs to make one too. Okay. That is a zero, a big zero from, from Eli. Uh, Oddwald makes the save, um, but it is still going to cause a good bit of damage here. 2d10, whoa, 12 uh, total fire damage as this superheated ash covers you on the ground uh yeah it's big it's big painful right now and all goes ah, ah 
Uh, you! He's very upset about this. Uh, the Ash Snake will then go to Constrict Eli, who is, again, on the ground. Um, so they should ha they'll have advantage on this. A 15, Eli. Does it? Okay. Just they're makes able it. to, yeah, they're able to scoop you up and constrict you uh, for 16 bludgeoning damage. And you are now within its grispy grasp. Uh, okay. And one either, that one, and that one. And then it is going to try and bite you. It's a 16 hit. 11 more damage. I'm down. In one turn, I'm down. Holy crap. Ash Snake is back, boys. Ash Snake is back. Eli. I turn, I turn as the bite is coming. I look at Oddwald and I say, I trust you. Oh, God. And so we get the cinematic look and then the as the molten mouth of the snake snaps into Eli. And as it retracts, we see just Eli slumped within the confines of the coils of the snake. Oh, that's big bad. My spiritual okay. weapon isn't concentration, so it's just floating it's there. It's just float. It's just... Just chilling. Just hanging out. Hanging out. Uh, Eli, I'm going to need a death saving throw from you, please. Oh, sure. Uh, Sorry, I'm just making sure aid isn't. I don't think it is. Pretty sure nothing I've done is concentration. No. Okay. 12. 12, you succeed. That yeah. is one success. Mark that. I'm not dead. Not currently dead. No, no. Uh, but Oddwald, uh, we get that again. We have that shot of the mouth, and then Oddwald looks up. He's like, oh, my. And he's going to attempt to do something. I never got to use him against you, so I'm going to try and figure out what he's going to do here. Uh, what does this do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this. He's going to cast Ray of Enfeeblement. Yes. A black beam of enervating energy springs from his claw towards the creature. Uh, he has to make a ranged spell attack on a hit on a target. Okay, so he's going to make a ranged spell attack. Is he? Again, I never thought I was going to ever have to use him, so this is like... This is weird right now. I don't know what his spellcasting modifier is. Um, okay, I see it. Okay, he contacts with his Ray of Enfeeblement. Uh, the target will deal half damage with weapon attacks that use strength, so it's all of its attacks right now are strength except for the, uh, the Ash Cloud. Uh, and at the end of each turn, it can make a con save against the spell and success the spell ends. So it casts the Ray of Enfeeblement, and then he is going to, uh, trot over this way. Uh, Eli, you're actually within its grasp, so I'm going to move your token right there. Uh, and he's going to, hmm, which way is he going to go? I think he's going to come over this way. He doesn't want to get caught in another one of these cones. So he's going to come over behind this bush here, and I think he's going to try to find a way to, to help out Eli the best that he can. Uh, that is his turn. So that is Oddwald Ebenhart. First turn in the game. Dagonet, what do you want to do here? You got like a, a weird 
floppy Eli in the confines of this snake that's looking around for its next target. You're Eli, still on me, right? I can, I can heal. Yes, you, you can. Think. All right. Yeah. I'm good. One d six for yourself here. <laughs> Another one, man. Spirit Eli is big healing right now. Spirit Eli, I, you know, I would say even more effective than real Eli, right? Yeah, big effective. Uh, okay. All right. So Dagonet, you got one health back. What do you want to do? Better than nothing. All right, he's gonna charge with his spear. All right. Yell. You charge in, and with a Dagonet yell, you strike. He's gonna two-hand this thing. Okay, so you drop the shield here, and two-hand the spear. All right, go for it. Yeah, 20 definitely hits. 11 piercing damage, well struck. And it's my second attack. He's going again. Yep. Uh, an 11 does not pierce the hide of the beastie. But you can tell now that it's definitely... You got its attention again. You definitely have its attention. Action surge. Okay. You bonus action, action surge, and you're able to make two more attacks here. <sighs> 13 does not hit. Oh, a 12 does not hit. That is... Danger Noodle's actually, too wiggly. He's too wiggly. Too wiggly, and you can't get past all the scales that are in there now. You can feel, though, the heat emanating off of him, and you note that, like, if a couple more of these scales come off, it's going to be really hard to stand here. Uh, it's going to be really warm. But that's that's it, Dagon. Any other movement you want to do here? Nope. Okay. Lucky. Uh, Spirit Eli's alive. Regular, real Eli is maybe not alive soon. What do you want to do? Uh, Lucky is 100% using, uh, it's going to cast Hunter's Mark on it. Like, oh, wait, now I'm coming for you. I got my friend. Yeah, um, so it is now marked for death. Marked for death. I'll just put it in there. Boop, boop, there you go. In case you need it. Bop, bop, beep, yep. boop. Excellent. Move that. Cool. Thank you. Uh, and he's just going to fire off with two shots. Uh, we'll take my friend. Oh, I don't know what's uh, wrong with advantage. Oh, there you go. It's okay. Sorry. There you An go. 11. Sweet. Miss. <laughs> 17. And a 17 definitely hits. Sweet. Uh, so damage plus 1d6. Yep. Another four. Okay, so 12 points of piercing damage as an arrow slams down from up above. I think we get the shot of, like, Dagonet's in there fighting with the spear, dodging around the coils of the snake, and then there's just, like, kunk, and, like, a little bit of molten lava just comes out, and Dagonet has to, like, jump back from it, where it spurts out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. But you deal it 12 more damage. Uh, you note that it is big hurt. Uh, Dagonet is getting very warm where you're standing as, like, some of the moltenness is starting to fall out of the creature. Uh, but Lucky, is there anything else that you wanted to do there that was uh, bonus action, action, do you want to move? Uh, no. Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay. Pez, Pingo, it is your turn. What do you want to do? Neat. Um, I had that bolt out earlier for when it hopped out. Is that something that I would have done? Oh, earlier, yeah, sorry. Is that... I no, should have literally remembered that. Yes, it would have something you would have done earlier. I don't think it would have killed it, so that's okay. It wouldn't have stopped the Eli thing. But please do your bolt now, and then we'll do your turn again. 
24. 24 definitely hits. Seven. Seven piercing damage. Wow, that's actually a really good bolt from that crossbow. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so now what do you want to do with your the your real action? That was just a reaction from the previous turn. Um, if I aimed a thing at its head that has an effect within like a 10 square foot radius, would Eli get stuck in that or? Depends, does it hurt uh, things that aren't your friends? Because yes. Also, uh, Dagonet is in that. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, I was thinking each square was 10 feet, not 5 feet. Right. Uh, it just says each creature, so I think that everybody yep. meant. Okay. That would be everyone. I will Unless it says that you can choose. Um, sorry, one second. I'm just gonna maybe... <laughs> No, that's bad too. Okay. Um, sorry. I had an idea okay. and that was my only idea. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, if I, um, I got nothing for, I'm just, I'm just going to shoot, shoot your it again. Yeah. You like, yeah. I'm going to do that. Uh, a 15, 15 does hit. Go ahead and roll me some damage. Nine. Nine. Neat. I'm just gonna. How do you kill the snake? What? No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Pez is just. How, how do you kill aims. the snake, Pez? So she's aiming the crossbow, and then she closes her eyes as soon as she shoots it. Just not even really paying attention to what's going on. She's just not super into this whole thing. And wherever it hits, it hits, you know, and she'll slowly uh -huh. open her eyes afterwards and just- Yeah, you close your eye and click, and it immediately goes straight into its like molten eyeball piercing whatever imaginary elemental brain that it has and it explodes out the back. And now there's all this like molten heat as it falls on the ground writhing, kicking Eli off to the side who goes bouncing in this general direction. Uh, but yeah, it's dead. It's big dead. That is that is over. You have slain the beast. Lucky, did you see that? Lucky's probably just like. I, I, I'm so proud of you right now. So proud of me. You gotta get Eli though. He's like starts oh. to like shuffle down the street. Or, I'm <laughs> sorry, down the tree. <laughs> Wait, do you grab the leaf before you go? Uh, I don't want to retroactive that. Yeah, no, no, no. It, what I'm saying is if you say yes, I'm going to be like, oh, we get that shot of you being like about to jump <laughs> down and you like turn around and go, oh yeah, and <laughs> snatch the leaf okay, good, good. and then go down the thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. It's, like, it's a classic trope from movies. Then you could totally play into that. Yeah. <laughs> we were here for something, right? Yeah, we did a thing, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Okay. So yeah, you guys make your way down. Um, Pez, I will not have Eli roll any more death saving throws if you say right now that you heal him in oh, yeah. some way, shape, or form. Okay, what do you do? As soon as like I said, Eli, she was like, oh yeah, oh wait. So she's gonna run over and do uh, a healing, healing word, a healing word. Uh, real uh, yeah, you can do healing word from where you are right now. That's distance. Oh, neat. Okay, maybe she is trying running and casting at the same time. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eli, get up! And it's magical, <laughs> and so he feels he feels imbued with healing power. 
level two, maybe? Yeah. Okay, a level two, nine healing to you, Eli. You are conscious, still prone, bruised, very bruised and very battered, but uh, you're you're alive, my friend. He he looks at um at Pez. He sort of kind of sits up on his elbow. Thanks, Pez. And uh, he turns to Oddwald. And looks like you didn't run away. Ah, uh, I didn't really get much of a chance to do anything. Yeah, appreciate the choir on that one. Oh, well. Oh. Uh, he, like, reaches out a claw to, to help you up. Yeah, Eli, I'll take it. Get up. Thanks. And as you get up, we get a fade to commercial because it is our first break time. Hey, guys. Once again, thank you for being here. And thank you for your patience on that. OBS decided to crash right when we, quote, faded to black for the commercial. So hopefully you didn't miss too much. If you're new here, think about hitting that follow button on this channel and all of our lovely channels from our players, as well as following us over on the YouTube. That is youtube.com slash runawayrobot. And you can get caught up on all of the Dungeons & Dragons things over there. We have a new show coming up. It's in the Dark Matter universe. That is Dungeons & Dragons in space. We have a new cast, and we'll be on a new time. It'll be Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Coming up very, very soon, the second week of August, Conspiracy in the Stars, August 11th, 8 p.m. Eastern. You guys can come and watch a new cast and a new show. You can also support the show and the Dark Matter Kickstarter if you click that link right there. Do it. It's awesome. Please do it. It's really cool, and it supports us and the show and the Kickstarter and everything. Thank you. Uh, so, otherwise, if you want to follow us on the podcast formats, that is podcast. Oops, I didn't click it. Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Jesus, dude, I'm hitting all the buttons today. Um, you can find us there on Diefall Dungeons & Dragons, Diefall Podcast, uh, etc., etc., Etc. We'll have a character creation up on the YouTube for the new show coming up probably tomorrow if I get the editing done for it. And uh, hopefully it's all good, happy, and awesome. We'll be right back in a little bit. I'm going to grab a drink. Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart. Sorry about that. OBS crashed, but we're back, and it was kind of perfect timing. Whatever. I'm a professional streamer. Haha. -ha. Um, we find our party at the uh, the end of combat here. Uh, Oddwald having helped up Eli off the ground. Uh, Pez having healed Eli. And Lucky grabbing the leaf that they need and jumping down the tree nimbly, skillfully, etc. to poof down into the ash below. So now what, guys? What do you want to do? Well, how are y'all feeling? Anybody else get... Well, feel like they got hit by a mountain. We all know what that feels like. Too, too familiar. Too familiar. Uh, I, I do yeah. think we should get out of this area, though, because uh, I don't want there to be another one with all the, the sounds yeah. and stuff, you know? I suppose it's the like, ash is what attracts them. I think it's, it's I mean, pretty if it far was, out from the Scorch Grove. I was going to say, if it's my judgment, I mean, like, I, don't, I don't know what's, what's doing over here, but the fact that there was no sound and then we were here making sound i mean and it's in the ground like ah, i see your point you know 
Yeah, I think we should better uh, get going quickly. Um, if we remember last time, uh, we encountered more. I'd rather not canter more to, <laughs> to do. Yeah. Two. Okay. So, so do you guys uh, want to head further in, back to Alderhearts, or what? So all we know is the frog statue needs the sky leaf for whatever this ritual involving the borealis ritual is. And it's on you the other side at the bottom. Yeah, it's like above Ash Barrow, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can, let's see. If you are leaving Alderheart, you could make it to the grove in about a day's travel if you hike through the more dangerous parts of the woods, which is pretty much what you've just done. So you've got probably about a half a day's worth of travel towards the grove to get to the grove itself. Uh, if you wanted to kind of where the, like where the statue moves, is, mm -mm, if you wanted to move, oh. that's to reach the grove. That is not to reach the statue to reach the grove. Can you bring the other map up again? I'm sorry. I'm not yeah, visualizing yeah, yeah. this properly. Absolutely. So on this map, you're in uh, in Alderheart, right? So you went northwest. Right. So you're somewhere up in this area. Right. Right. If you spent a day of travel on these kind of back roads, you could get to the grove. This is the Scorched Grove. Oh, scor I'm you sorry. Reach... The Scorched... I thought you meant like the grove where the statue is. Oh, I forgot yeah. no, the no, no, no. Scorched Grove scorched was called grove. the Scorched Grove. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. All good. The That's scorched grove. Where my brain broke. And then I was like, wait, is the conjuration circle in a grove? Turns out both are right. 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 Just exactly. not for the reason yeah, I wanted both, them to be. Both are right. I mean, okay. you know. Both are right. Uh okay. So So half a day to the scorched grove. But then you can either travel through the grove directly or around the grove. Now, going around the grove will take you a little bit more time, obviously. So it is up to you and what you feel like you want to risk here. Can we tell what time the date is right now? You are at midday. It's midday, yeah. I don't want to see any more of these snake guys, the folk. Don't like them. Well, if we, we, them, uh, we would have to go the, the long way uh, around. Yeah, but if the ash is this spread out in the wood, I it mean, who's be a to very say it hasn't, it hasn't moved further south, perhaps closer to Meadowfan. Hmm. Well... We all know what happened the last time that we uh, walked through the grove. Do you yeah. think, uh, do you think we, if we went back to, to Alderhot and then, you know, we talked to, uh, you know, Teva and see if Teva wants to, you know, come, come with us this time through, if we could use their help. Uh, we got, we proved that we got the leaf, so that part's already, already done. And then instead of raving all the way straight through, which I I, I don't I don't want to happen across in a bunch of you know, the big remember the big glowy orb guy, mm. you know. Yes, I uh, remember the heat of that. That's for sure. Hmm. Um. No. 
I know it's a longer I've... journey to go around. I just, I... I don't know. No, we, we definitely should go around, I think. I think that's a smart move. I just, I don't know if I... I don't know if I'm too keen on backtracking to Alderheart. I mean, I don't want to grab Tever and put him in any danger he doesn't need to be in. That's true. Yeah, I, I think the last time uh, was very traumatic. Yeah. Uh, uh, for him, even though it, uh, he literally saved all our lives. That's true. We could, uh, we could just follow this, like, Ash quest all the way around, you know, and try to get down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as we uh, maybe stay within sight uh, between the trees, but uh, on the greener side. Yeah. On the outskirts of the ash, if we can help it. Mm. I agree. That way, so, if it gets to nighttime, we'll be camping within the safe of the wood as opposed to in the middle of the Squatch Grove, frankly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it sound, sounds like we're going to try and kind of skate around the outside of the grove here toward Ash Barrow. Okay. Yeah, you can try and do that. Um, I'm going to need a couple of rolls for this because you are traveling through uh, the woods. <clears throat> Two of you ex-bandits, are you going to try and find some of the paths that might still exist that haven't been burned away or covered in ash? Is that going to be the plan with those? I believe Eli's the only one who has bandit trails. Is that correct? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, um, twice as fast as our movement speed, so hopefully that kind of compensates for taking the longer route. If they exist. If they, if right? they exist, yeah, yeah. Right? So what you're doing is you're trying to skirt around the new edge, right, That of what you can see here, of the Ashen Grove. It's not necessarily the Ashen Grove. It doesn't have the same magical qualities that the Grove does, but it is currently burned out, and it's hard to find any of the features that you're normally used to right now. Um, so I can say you can definitely try to find those, and so instead of your, uh, your ability being that you just know where they are, this is, you're going to have to find them, and then you're probably pretty okay to continue following one until it disappears under some ash somewhere, right? So, um, roll me survival or perception, whichever is higher for you. Uh, 22. Survival. 22. 22. Right. Wonderful. Oh, it reset my maps and stuff. I'll have to fix that in a second. Yeah, so 22 definitely uh, sets you up to be... Um, successful with uh with finding out where the uh goodness it broke everything that's fun uh where the next trail would be um so it takes you a little bit of time but you are able to locate the the quote bandit trail and uh you're able to put yourselves on a on a path uh around as well as you can tell. You're basically, you're taking one path to another path that kind of makes like C shapes around the Scorched Grove area, right? So hopefully it helps you, uh, you know, keep keep some good time. Um, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're you're able to, to figure it out. Um, so you're currently leading the way here, finding these paths, which is, this is a, that's an unusual setup for, for the party, I think. Um, Normally, you have uh, Lucky doing all of it, so it's interesting. 
not working. I think I broke I broke OBS capture, but you know what? What are you gonna do, right? What are you gonna do? Uh okay. So you're gonna make your way all the way around. You do note like when you guys are leaving the area that uh Oddwald like st st stoops down to pick up the uh the manacles off the ground to then like he puts them back on himself and he looks over at you and tosses you the key, Eli, and he goes, Let's uh let's not tell my brother about that one, huh? Alright. Okay. And he follows behind, walking stick in hand, uh, around the, the area. Um, so Eli's leading the way. Who is uh, perceiving the area around, the surrounds, if you will? Uh, I feel like Lucky could do that. I mean, as far as just like scouting for any potential dangers with Eli leading. Okay, yeah, sure. Go uh -huh. ahead and uh, and do that for me, please. Uh, 21. 21, yeah, for sure. Uh, you actually, Lucky, you notice a lot of things. The forest is different. It's weirdly alive with not things you're used to. Some of the fiery creatures of the grove have, like that ash snake, pushed out further into the forest. At points in time, you note that there are swarms of ember bats around. None have taken an interest in you just yet, but they do seem to be floating around in their packs. You also note off in the distance what look to be those small rock elemental type creatures. There's nothing dangerous for them to burn down since the area seems to have already been burned, but they're definitely there. And with the 21, you do note that there is some movement under the ash as you skirt by. I feel like he's like advising to like you see ash, something? There, you, see, you see the ash moving over there? See it? Oh, God. It be as still as possible. Is there any way we can like dampen our sound or something? Uh, don't look at me. Let's roll <laughs> some stealth checks. I don't have silence ready. Stealth checks for everyone. Even Oddwald Ebenhart gets himself a nice little stealth check. Oh. Oh, poor Oddwald. Oh, no. Like, he definitely threw up his, like, little hood as soon as it was threat yeah, on absolutely. his cloaks. I think it's just advantage on stealth rolls. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see it. Okay. Mm -hmm. <gasps> the cloak of strength kind giving you advantage on your stealth. Dagonet, you'll be happy to know you're not the lowest roll out of the party currently. Uh, your boy Oddwald rolled a natural one. Uh, so his three is lower than your six. I think at some point in time, Oddwald, while you're like pointing out all of these things, Lucky, and you guys are trying to do your best to be as quiet, but as quick as possible, Oddwald like trips uh, over a root that's hidden underneath the ash and just, and this ash cloud goes popping up above him. And he's like, rolls back up. And it looks like you've, garnered the attention of some creatures off to the side. Oh. Oh boy. Uh, 
So I'm going to need. Wait, why is this? This is this is a weird. This is a weird map. What am I looking at here? Joel, what did you do here, huh? What did you do? Take all of that away. Good thing we rested before we moved. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good thing cuckoo, I came into this cuckoo. with nine health. Cuckoo. 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 Rested before we moved. Rested before we moved. That'd be great. You can take uh, a shortcut. Yeah, 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 yeah. You note a mob of those magmen approaching your position. Maybe we should. What do you want to do? I think we should. Uh... Go and uh, very swiftly. Okay, so do you want to you want to try and outrun the magmen before they make their way over to you guys? Mm -hmm. I, okay, I I, you can uh, if you want. Um, so they very definitely see us, or just like alerted to our sound, see us. Uh, you're the one that has been perceiving all of the things, Lucky. So you can tell that they. It's one of those that, like, we get the shot of them and they kind of perk up. Okay, lucky. 100% moving your direction. Pulls his little vial out. Kisses it. See you later, buddy. And just chucks his vial in another direction to try to, like, throw it against something to make noise. Uh, your instrument? You throw it away? Yeah. <laughs> no, I had something for you. I don't ever oh. play it. <laughs> Lucky's tied to it. Leslie's like, we ain't whipped it out since episode two. So like, what up? Whoa, it's gone, <laughs> boys! Vial goes smashing against the tree, let's say 30 feet behind you somewhere. And we get the shot of it smashing to pieces on it. And the, the magma go, and they go off on this kind of like loping run over to that direction. And so you guys like quickly take off in a different way. Is that is that what happens? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of like skirt around and you go around this and, well, let's see if they took the bait. Uh, let's see how distracting you were. Roll me deception, Lucky. Sure. Oh, sorry, I pulled advantage on that. But 16, way, is, yeah. 16 is fine. Magmen are not smart. They definitely took the bait on this and uh, they're like investigating the area and you see them like, if you guys like glance backwards from behind a tree, we get the shot of them like standing over the vial, looking down, like stomping on the wood and like burning it with their fire hands. Hard <laughs> sheds a single tear. <laughs> just go, just go, just go. And so you guys continue to make your way, and this is how your your still your uh, your travel goes over the the rest of the day. Um, eventually night falls and you've been kind of skirting around here. If we were to look at the map and, and how far you might have come uh, from this, I'll, I'll bring you guys back. Okay, you're already on the map. Never mind. Uh, eh, there we go. Zoom in. Um, you're probably, so you started up here and this is like where the line for the uh, the fire is now. It kind of comes out. It comes out into here, right? It's pushed out into Alderheart towards it. So you guys would have been making your way around and chat. Sorry, I'll bring up the map and hopefully you can actually see this. I drew with the orange this time, and then they're going to be in the purple. So you started up here where you got your your uh, your leaf 
and you started walking around this way and you kind of like the paths kind of go like this they go like into the skirting the edge and stuff like that so by the end of the day you're probably right about here directly north of winnowing's reach it's getting like evening time yes so this would be a, a full day's worth of travel essentially doing what you just described avoiding all of these weird fiery monsters that are mm. coming around eli tracking everything that's happening and you guys trying to keep oddwald and dagadavik as quiet as possible that is the day of travel all right do you guys want to rest here before we get out in the uh, open clearing in the trees what do you guys think Yeah, I mean, are we are we far south enough away from the ash? I, I mean, I don't know if we're gonna be far from the ash, no matter where we are from now on forward. Hmm. Frankly, but I'd rather rest here than tramping into the Scorch Grove. But that's, I don't know. It's up to you guys. You guys have an idea? Do you guys know anybody in these parts of the woods? I mean. We're not far from Meadowfan. I, I imagine there are any uh, farmsteads uh, around here that anyone would still be uh, at them. I'm sorry, which color trail are we? Purple or Purple. orange? Purple. Orange is how far the ash has pushed in and the fire has come in. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, so oh. this is... This is the extent okay. of the uh, the scorched grove gotcha. right now. You are the purple starting at the the yeah. circular circular area at the top the northwest here. Yeah, gotcha. and then moving to the X above Winnowing Reach now. Well, I know Dagonet's not gonna like this, but maybe the nest charm is our play here. Steve. Do we still yeah. have Steve? Still have Steve? Yeah. Yeah. And if we must. Yeah, I'm sorry, Fran, but Steve. We're definitely just gonna need a, a strong eye out overnight because I mean wood and fire and fire and wood and don't mix. What's that saying? Wood and fire don't mix, or is it water and either way? That the idea know. is fairly fairly yeah. applicable here. How uh how quickly does that thing retract, Pez, if we should come into contact with some fire? Boy, howdy. Let me just observe it real quick. <laughs> uh-huh. Ah, uh, yes. Observe it. Examine. Examine. Observe. It does not specify the speed. Um, okay. So it creates a 30 foot, 30 foot diameter circular platform trying to say all of those words simultaneously of interwoven branches once the platform has reached the full size magical tree grows beneath it lifting the platform 50 feet into the air carrying any passengers and items along with it gotcha uh, lasts eight hours and then it retreats back into the ground i think we've said it takes maybe 10 seconds to go up and down we don't want it to be like one action because that is way too fast to be shooting 50 feet up into the air. And then, like, once it stops, because it just stops, you're going to get launched <laughs> upwards from the, like, retained momentum. No, 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 no. So, fun. However long you think it would be to move up slowly enough that you aren't launched into the air. So, okay. you know, between 10 and 20 seconds, probably. Yeah. All right. So we can hit the oh shit button if things come to it. Yeah. All right. 
Okay. Okay. So are you guys going to summon it, or are you saying it's the oh shit button as in you would summon it if something bad happens? Oh, I was saying we do it anyway, but okay. we if we if we see a fire spreading, it's a quick getaway to take it down. Like we're not going to be trapped in a tree burning, right? Like yes. we'll probably be able to recede it before the fire becomes an issue if somebody's watching. Yeah, yeah, and you guys are you know you're well practiced adventurers at this point. You take watches, um, and noticing a, a fire is probably an easy thing to do at night. <laughs> So, yeah. It's so bright. It's so bright. Okay. So you guys uh, pull out Steve the rope, tie Dagonade down to the base, Good and as Steve. it grows out, Dagonade gets tied up to your magical tree fort that pops out of the ground, shoots you up 50 feet into the air, and uh, yeah, you're now up top, looking out on the world around you. Now what? Can we, uh, Lucky's gonna, like, try to, like, survey the edge to see if, honestly, if he can see the, like, volcano being of death on, like, the horizon yeah, or something. perceive. Perceive for me. I mean, it's, it's a freaking volcano, so. It's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty big. An 11. <sighs> honestly? The ash is way too thick in the air these days. It is very hard to see anything, especially this high up in the air. The ash kind of just hangs up here as it floats downwards, right? It's just this haze mm. as you look out into the scorched grove. It's really hard to see anything. I can't, I can't see the I can't see the volcano, you guys. So I mean, I like we would see it before or feel it before we see it. But either way, just yeah, that's good, I suppose. No news is good news in this case, I think. Two. Maybe it'll help us hide. Y'all got your masks? Always. Definitely. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Question mark. Uh, okay. Yeah. So who's going to take first watch this evening? I assume uh, Eli whips out the the hearth, cooks up a meal for everyone. Or are I, you trying to stay I'm low profile? I think that's a morning thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you guys Eli's ration for the tuckered. evening. Yeah. So you guys ration for the evening. Lucky's already and, looking out, uh, so we'll have Lucky take first rotation take if that's first. all right. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. I will... Uh, I will be generous and kind as a DM because you were looking specifically for one thing and couldn't see it. Roll me a perception for your watch. Oh, sure. Um, it will be nighttime eventually, so please roll it with a disadvantage because you guys can't see it in the dark. Nope. And you're also 50 feet up in the air. It's two feet. Okay, a 10. You're looking out and you're like, yeah, it's dark. Don't see, I don't see a giant mountain creature. That's a pretty good sign. It's true. Um, you do note, though, a 10 is rather, you know, average. You're looking out into the night. You notice through some of the ashy haze those swarms of ember bats. They seem to have been pushing out into this as the swaths of the forest are getting cut away and burned away. They start roosting further and further inwards into the Humblewood. So it's... uh. 
Yeah, there's a lot more presence of them around right now. Yikes. Yeah. Um, make me a, a nature check, though. Sure. I wanted to see if you notice something about them. Ooh, good, good. Hey. Sorry, I got really excited. Yeah, you're a ranger. <laughs> Your knowledge of animal creatures and things, you know how bats function. You know that they won't really leave their the safety of their known roosts unless they have to. You surmise that the reason these creatures are moving out of the Scorched Grove isn't through any malevolence. It's it's they're scared. The aspect is stomping around, moving around the grove, and it's pushing them outwards towards Alderheart and into the forest because that's what's currently safe. Huh. All right. Interesting. Poor guys. I mean, I can only imagine, you know, you can get out of the wood, but so I can only imagine. Okay. Uh, and your your watch comes to an end. That's, that's about all that that happens on it, especially okay. with that with the with the ten and uh, the I mean the eleven. That's about it. Uh, so who takes second watch here? I'll do it. All right. So you get you get tapped awake by Lucky. Good, good, good evening, morning. Good good evening and good morning. Good morning. Anything exciting happen out there? Um. I mean, it's really, the ash keeps like stinging, stinging my eyes. So if you got anything to oh. like, if you got any like eye drops or anything, you should definitely use those. Uh, but uh, I've just saw a few ember bats, little clusters of them. They didn't get close enough to be problematic, but they seem pretty right. You know, like they're flustered. They're not. They're not like nesting. They're definitely moving in like very sporadic ways, like panicked. You know, more than usual because they're like, oh, they're all fire like all the time that's got to be stressful yeah a bit, but you know they're still they're still animals so i feel like you know they would get used to their own fire at some point maybe and then you know they gotta sleep sometime you know but okay. maybe they just get a little glowy when they're sleepy maybe Ooh, they're maybe. cute sleeping um, little glowy bat babies maybe i wonder if they like fruit too Oh, yeah. So maybe like spicy fruit. Ooh, maybe just peppers. Yeah, maybe Eli's got some peppers. We can try chucking it at him. Maybe not. That might be a bad idea. But maybe. <laughs> maybe we could try. Right, I'm gonna get maybe. some sleep. Uh, and he's like gonna kind of like give motion of like the ones that I saw were over there and there. So I guess just keep an eye on if they're gonna get closer or not. But yeah. Get some rest. Don't Can destroy I... any more instruments. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop Look, I'm, I'm sorry. It was, it was that. Um, my, my, nothing. I got, I have nothing. So, <laughs> like, tucks right. himself in. <sighs> okay. So, Pez, what do you do on your watch right now? You, you being real, real watchful out there? What are you doing? Uh, she's gonna try. She might get a little distracted by little glowy dots, like, ooh, sure. pretty patterns. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. she's gonna try her best to stay concentrated. Roll me perception check. Disadvantage. It is dark. Yeah. Perception. A nine. Man. You can just watch the little dots as they flit in and out of the haze all night. There's no stars, but there's plenty of ember bats to watch. 
She's gonna start naming them. That one's Tracy. She really likes Evan, but Evan does not reciprocate. <laughs> and so the Emberbat uh, soap opera is born in Pez's mind as they take watch. But your watch passes rather uneventfully. You don't notice anything else happening. Who's uh, who's next up? It's your boy. I'm not gonna make uh, Dagon do it's it. It's your boy. All right, it's your boy. Uh, roll me a perception check after you wake Pez up. Oh, here I go. Oh god, where is it? Oh, disadvantage. By the way, it oh, is dark. Good. Yeah, you guys don't have a fire on. You got nothing. It is dark. Oh, another that nine. fifteen would have been real choice. Mm -hmm. And you're you're the one taking watch up until like morning. Mm. It's nothing. You note the same things. Ember bats. Okay, they're out pretty far from the scorched grove, but the scorched grove seems out pretty far. So these two things track. But as the morning dawn comes, there's a explosion off to the north of you, and you watch as like a plume of ash goes up into the air. Oh boy. How far? From your vantage point, you can see it pretty far. Uh, let's see, a football field is 300 feet, maybe two or three football fields away from you. Pretty far. And that's the first explosion? Mm-hmm. So we definitely get that like muted sound of it. Yeah. Against all the ash in the air and you just kind of see this plume come up. And this is at the end of my walk right at toward, dawn. toward the end. Right at okay. dawn. We get that shot of the, the sun rising. Boom! Up to the north. Hey, uh, y'all, I'm sorry. I, I owe you a breakfast, but uh, I think we might need to skedaddle. Did the fight bats get closer? Is that... No, was... no, not quite. Um, I, I think it might have been our aspect friend. Oh, he immediately starts packing. Get your stuff. Get your, yeah. get your, get your, get your socks. Good go. Probably, probably about a. Oh gosh, uh, like a, a mile or so away. A mile. Right? Is that how math works? Uh, that's nine hundred feet. Uh, a mile is 5,280. I thought it was 1,000. Wow. Nope. American nope. distances are bullshit, and I hate them. You want to know how I remember how many feet are in a mile? Remember the Titans. How many feet are in a mile, Petey? 5,280 feet, and you're going to run every goddamn last one of them. <laughs> many yards in a mile? I was thinking of yards. Ah, 1,700. Okay. I'm not, I'm not dumb. There you go. All right. Anyway, uh, actually, I wish it was a mile. <laughs> I did my math wrong. Uh, probably about a, oh, I don't know, a fifth of a mile away. Get go. Like shoving everybody. What's, what's a league? How far is a league? Is it a couple of leagues away? <laughs> a, a click? Know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's a flutter away. That's it's that's, a <laughs> that's an Alder Hardian <laughs> method of measurement. Two glides and a and a shake, of a, a shake <laughs> of a sprig's tail. 
Yep. Stray rather. There you go. I feel like everything is by a, by a crow's flight or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> Oh, as, I just, I as we're, dis- with you. As we're <laughs> discussing the the <laughs> semantics of it, it like gets closer. <laughs> cool. No. Um. Yeah. We we gotta we gotta move. I don't. It doesn't seem to be coming any closer, but that was close. We don't need it to. We got we gotta go. I, right. I right. Right. Okay. Why is the nest jump not going down already? And Dagon is just kind of like bracing. Well, it was morning. I need coffee. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm just gonna start going down. Brace yourself, Dagon. Grab the thing. Don't look. Just close your eyes. It's a fun ride. Whatever you say, Piz. So you down. go down. And then it. Tangles itself back up. And Pez, you have it in necklace form. Dagonet has untied themselves from it. Now what? What direction was it in, Eli? Uh, pretty much directly north of us. Okay. So Let's... we'll be we'll be heading somewhat away from it, but I just think we should make haste. Definitely. Oddwald, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. I- my scientist brain tells me to go check out what the explosion was, but you know, probably against my better judgment. Uh, yeah, I appreciate the the want for knowledge, but uh, I think hopefully there will be plenty of time for that retroactively. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so you guys head westward. Is that the case? All right. Yeah, you're skirting below the southern end here of how far the scorched grove has pushed out. And a couple of hours go by. You're kind of traveling in the same manner that you were. You've left the safety of the wood, though. So this is kind of just open area. But it also seems like most things like the safety of the trees in the wood. And so they also don't come out into this open plain area. You make your way. And now you feel the air change. It becomes hot. The ash thick. And you remember, this is what the Scorched Grove felt like. Barren, wastelandish, trees only dotting every so often. And it is quiet. Very quiet. It's as if all the creatures that used to walk the grove no longer do. Well, this is a little, uh, disconcerting. Yeah, very eerie. Um... uh, We keep at it. It's all we can do. Yeah. I try to keep my ears or eyes or whatever I can peeled for anything that's gonna be... Wicked, but... Uh, Yeah. Who's uh who's leading the way to where we think the frog statue is? Eli? All right, Eli. I'm gonna need a survival check from you in the Scorched Grove. You have a map destination, so you're gonna need to figure out how to read it. That's an eight. I have a plus six. That means I rolled a two. Yep. Good. That's an eight. Good. Uh, okay. No, I. Mm, uh, ooh. 
fucking inspiration, man. I I'm scared. Okay, okay that's a 17. All right, that was your DM granted inspiration. That was my DM from granted sessions ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 17. Oh, uh, um, my aid uh, ended. By the way, I don't know if people subtracted the five. <laughs> I just remember. Oh uh, yeah, that. make sure your HP is maxed out. Your spell slots are back. All that stuff. All that's good. Okay. Uh, okay. So you push further into this eerie and silent grove and you note that oh it's drier it's much hotter as well roll me constitution saving throws please I swear if you throw another desert at me Joel I'm gonna scream no 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 this is an ashen plain Eli oh yeah much this different isn't a desert this is an ashen plain much different yeah so uh dagane and eli save uh pez and lucky you both feel so hot and as the hour drags on from one to two and it feels like it's never gonna end you both feel exhausted Please make a note somewhere that you have the condition exhaustion. Okay. You continue pushing through the grove. Eli thinks that he's on the right path. Lucky, roll me a perception check to keep the... Your eyes peeled for the party here on any maybe approaching giant aspects of volcanoes. That is a natural one. Okay. You see nothing. Nothing. For what you assume are miles. Also, that should be a disadvantage because you're exhausted, but you rolled a natural one anyways, so who cares anymore? <laughs> yep. And you see nothing, and I think it's because you are exhausted and you're sweaty and you're like rubbing the sweat out of your eyes with your paws and your paws and your eyes become raw from the, the ash getting inside of them and everything feels terrible and awful and dry and hot and miserable. And why haven't we found the statue yet? What the heck, Eli? But you push onwards, deeper into the scorched grove. Not entirely sure if you're going the right direction anymore. It's hard to tell. You can't see the sun behind the ash clouds anymore. It's just permeating gray light, filtering through it. But eventually, as the day becomes starting to an end, you note that, oh... Well, that must be west then. And we were going north. For who knows how long. With a 17, I went the wrong way. Oh, sorry. I read the 8, and I took it as the 8, and that was where I stopped it. I forgot that you rolled a DM <laughs> advantage, and that is my mistake. And yeah, you <laughs> did. <laughs> Fine! I'll retcon it. You're fine, and you're going through, and it it's is like, man, I'm bad at no, things. no, no. You're right, because I, I look, I went back and I looked up at it, and I read the eight first, and I was like, well, okay, it's an eight. 
that's my mistake. So the day pushes Everyone on. Was 72, right? It's crazy. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh. accidentally deleted this, it out of the chat. Yeah, but it's, it's a mirage, right? right? Uh, the, you the know, six is a mirage. Maybe your OBS messed it up. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, it already <laughs> crashed once. <laughs> Could be. It already crashed my brain too. Shit, we're uh, level ten. When did that happen? Whoa! What? Look at look at my look at this. I'm so strong. God. Eventually, as the day fades, you notice something. You see a rock formation. It's somewhat shaped like something you get closer to it and oh oh yeah i suppose that is that sort of does look like a frog okay yeah that's a frog rock formation and you approach it it's kind of large it's about the size of dagonet and dagonet is a rather large strig and taking a look at it and as you arrive the ground beneath you begins to quake your legs, your paws, and your claws shake. And five pedestals emerge from the ash. One around each cardinal point on the flat around the flat disc that rises in the center. The fifth stands in the middle of the disc. And it looks like one of the four outer pedestals is broken. They're about four feet tall, one to the west, the east, and the south, each of those having distinctive carvings and motifs, along with a domed receptacle on their top. Looks somewhat like a mouth. The fourth pedestal to the north is broken in half. It's seen obvious wear and tear, as though it was smashed a long time ago. The pedestal in the center has no receptacle or motif carved across it, but some writing in a language that I'm not sure any of you understand. Does anyone know Druidic? Okay. Does as well? Does Oswald know Druidic? Uh, no. He also does not know Comprehend Languages, so that'll be a bust on that one. He could suggest it to be something else, but other than that... Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't have it. And so as the sun falls, it becomes dark once again. This is what you find. Do we put it in his mouth? Uh, I'd like to examine, mm -hmm. like kind of beckon Oswald over, or Oddwald over rather, and, mm -hmm. uh, and examine some of these like runes on it. 
the central pedestal or the the motifs on the externals? Um, the central pedestal. Okay. Um, you go over to it, and it seems to be written in this language you don't understand. It's four lines. Do you recognize this, Oddwald, from any of your research and uh, writings? No. I know that the Borealis is probably in some kind of hidden temple thing somewhere, but mm. wasn't super sure about the frog or in this. This whole thing seems to be some kind of tender riddle. Shoot. Some more lucky metals. Well, I've been wrong before. Sorry, I'm just exhausted. Hmm. But look at the outside ones. Maybe there's a clue on some of those pictures. Uh, maybe. And yeah, so take a look at some of those. Yeah, the intact ones have these motifs. You look at the one to the west, and it looks like a rain cloud and waves depicted on it. The one to the east looks like it has symbols of gusting winds and leaves being blown. The south has flames and smoke plumes rising from them. Yes, you're in the fifth element. Absolutely. This is it. <laughs> Suddenly, like, he's running around going, bzz, bzz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super queen. Fire, fire, no. fire. Just, just. The aspect of uh, ice is supposed to be the opposite of uh, the fire. Right? Uh, is that the broken one? Perhaps. Would you like to examine it more closely? No. No. I need verbal. I don't have you guys up on my screen, so I don't know. Dagon, I can try if no one else is going to the broken one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would probably... Sorry, I was counting words for no particular reason. Oh! <laughs> okay. Uh, what I put in the chat is not the riddle, by the way. I know. It's just describing what these look like. I know. I was trying to okay. spark notes it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Dagana, you approach the broken one. I think Oddwald comes with you. And you see these, like, worn geometric motifs across it. And you see fallen trees on a, a fractured ground. Hmm. Oh. Not... Quite icy. It's more like, uh, I 
Does anybody else seem like these are loose takes on the seasons? Yeah, waves and rain, rain clouds could be like the rains of spring. Nah, maybe not. What season has scorching flames? Summer. I guess, but I mean, I've I've had hot summers, but I wouldn't go so far as to say literally scorching. I mean, what season has fractured grounds? You know. Uh, it could be maybe winter. I mean, oh, maybe uh, cracked ice cracked, on the on the lake. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, heavy uh, snow up in uh, bricks trees. Oh, nice. Yeah. Or heavy ice. So it's not instructions to tell us to go knock some trees down, you think? Likely not. Mm. Uh, so if these do represent seasons, where will you live? Do we need, I mean, I would just, I don't know if uh, seasons or, or not, but uh, I guess the the logic of uh, where I am coming from is that uh, uh, the imbalance of the the flames resulted in the disappearance of the, the ice, and this is the only one that's broken. And it is directly opposite. Uh, they are the opposing uh, elements. So uh, should we put it back together? Is there a way we can do that? I mean, I don't. I'm, I didn't bring my my stone base when we or anything. Oh, does the center thing uh, turn, or does any of them turn? Diana's gonna inspect the center with the mm -hmm. writing one, and again, like we'll attempt to turn. Yeah. Uh. No. It does not turn. It's turn. It seems rather firm. Um, you note that it is much like the pedestal comes up and the writing is on top of this like flat face on it, like as if you were reading from a lectern. Uh, how big are these like pedestal stones? Uh, about four feet tall, and so probably roughly maybe foot across as they come up, and they have these little mouth-like openings at the top. Okay. Eli would like to cast Sending. Yes! Okay. You send a short message of 25 words or less to a creature with which you're familiar. The creature hears a message in its mind, recognizes you as the sender if it knows you, and can answer in a like manner immediately. Spell enables creatures with intelligence scores of at least one to understand the meaning of the message, and you can send the message across any distance or other planes of existence. The target is on a different plane than you. There's a 5% chance it doesn't arrive. Okay. Rob. Eli. Who are you sending to? My boy, Tever. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you have 25 words. There they are. Unknown language, tender riddle. Frog statue has four pillars. Waves, rain clouds, winds, leaves, 
flames and smoke, fallen trees, fractured ground. Okay, now I have to think of what Tever would send back once this happens. Across any distance in any plane, luckily, Tever is on this plane of existence. Very easily able to receive this message. There is a time and a, a pause. And you're not sure if he received it and you're waiting. And you're not entirely sure. I feel like without Eli announcing he was going to do that, like, it, like he's like trying to pick up the one broken piece of stone and is looking at Lily like, like, hey, help me. What are you doing? He's got that blank stare on his face. He'll just, he, he, he'll just raise a hand. He won't say anything because he's casting. Right, I'm trying to get it myself. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out 25 words. Sorry, now I have to go and count Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> Jesus. I was sitting there like, hmm, how many? Two, three. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Okay, let's see how many words is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Because Tefra's going to be trying to be as, as helpful as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I hope this works. Uh... One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. He sent me a voicemail. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even know he could do that. Shit, I lost my count now. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, like, uh. put this in a way that it actually works in in all of this oh goodness gracious one two three four five one seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen my man 19 20 21 22 23, 24, 25. Uh, it's the equivalent of like magical minutes. I think I got the number right. If not, DM, uh, DM privilege for not needing to count this and continue the show in some way, shape, or form. You receive a sending back. Uh, represent elemental forces of nature. Uh. The cycle of nature is death and rebirth, forced to ash, ashes to earth. Stand in the compass, your proof there, deliver. And then it feels cut off, as if he was shut off mid-sentence. Y'all, we weren't far off about the seasons. What are the seasons? They're a cycle of death and rebirth. So, this... These are the elemental representations of nature's death and rebirth cycle forest to ashes ashes to earth and the like um he just he stopped it stand in the compass your proof there deliver 
Lucky, the uh the 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 skyleaf. Yeah. Um all right. This is what we're uh, delivering? Right. I, I think. I mean here we go. Here we go. We know. So is the is the frog mouth at the center of the compass? No, 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 no. The the frog is off to the side. The frog's off to the side. It's just it's kind of like just a big marker for where. Oh, this is. I in, see. In front of the frog is where this compass has risen from the ash. Okay, so yeah, so Eli will stand in the compass then and hold up the sky leaf. I'm sorry, you're standing where? In in the compass, right? Isn't it like so you're standing on rose? the like platform? In the middle. Oh yeah, is that where a fifth pillar? Mm -hmm. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, right, you have I think so. North, east, south, and west, and yeah. in the center, a circular platform rose that can you I, can stand on. I can and there's get like up a on, yeah. and there's like a lectern that sits there that has this druidic writing on top of it. Okay. Yeah. So and you can I'll, get on top of that. Yeah. So I, I'll I'll put the skyleaf on the lectern then. Okay. And you put the skyleaf on the lectern and. Nothing happens. Well, what a... <laughs> Lucky, like... Uh, you said earlier these postal, or pedestals based on, like, what are the forces of nature that we've now figured out uh, have mouths mm -hmm. on them? Yes, okay. the external ones. Lucky's like, okay, okay, all right, look, guys. Bear, bear with me, all right, bear with me. He, like, shuffles over to the, like, water-looking one. He's like, okay, water... Okay, water. There's a mouth on here. Should we put it into put it into mouth for water? I mean, water fire. You know. That's pretty smart. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm smart, but I'm just saying, you know, water and fire don't mix. Who who's <laughs> standing where currently? I just want to know. Like he's, like he's now by like the water one, but he's not mm -hmm. like. Yep, you're like... you're over by the water one. So that is over on the west. Okay, so you're at the west part. Eli, you're still at the lectern. Yeah, he he's just racking his brain for anything mm -hmm. different. Yeah, you're like staring at this druidic riddle that you can't read, just looking at it, just like thinking just about what Tebert. That anything yeah. will make sense to me. Okay, Dagonet, where are you standing? Uh, between. I guess like when I tried to move it, I'd be between the center and the broken one. Okay, so you're just somewhere in the middle between the two. Oddwald would be standing next to you since you guys were looking at the same one together. Uh, Pez, where are you? Um, I, I don't mean to say this is like, I wasn't planning this because I was originally going to look at the water one. That's okay. where she was in my head because she likes the wind and the flowy shape. Yeah, so you're looking out. over the water thing and you're yeah. kind of watching Lucky and seeing what they're They're like holding this leaf over the mouth here and you're just like watching and you're like looking at Lucky, looking at Eli who's pouring over this thing. And you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Can, can I get approval to drop this in the mouth? Throw it in there. Chuck it. Well, ju just a minute. Uh, if it disappears and not the right one, then... Well, we fire doesn't fight. I know this. I know the saying says fire fights fights fire, but I don't think in this case fire would fight fire, right? No, no, no. Okay. We got wind. Wind only makes fire grow because he's like nature survival person. He's like wind. Wind only makes fire grow. Oxygen, wind, grow big fire. That's why you blow on a fire when you start at the woods, right? The other one we can't do anything with because he's broke. I try to lift it up, can't do it. Water definitely puts fire out. Hmm. 
Because he's not going to do without it. Eli saying yes. He's just like looking at Eli. Yeah, Eli's just sitting. Eli's not paying attention. Eli, can I do it? <laughs> do what? The leaf into the water one. Wouldn't the leaf go in the leaf one? No. We only got one leaf. I thought you grew grabbed more. I, I grew the one sprig that was up there. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Heaven didn't leave specific instructions of grab five. There's five pedestals. Yeah, but I told you to grab if there was multiple ones. <laughs> he just puts it in there. <laughs> so oh, Jesus. D&D <laughs> &D Jesus. So Instantaneously, Eli standing in the center of the, the pillars. It opens up underneath him and he plunges deep into ice cold oh! water. And he begins to drown as this force begins to pull him under. I'm going to need you guys to roll me some initiative. I'm so sorry. Excuse me? Roll initiative. Okay. Hit me. Exhausted Lucky. You can find me often on Major Regret Show. <laughs> uh, I definitely clicked my token. I just want to let you know that. Uh-huh. I did. I clicked it. Uh-huh. It's got the health highlighted right now and everything. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh-huh. It's okay. I'll add you right now. Uh, just for this, I'm not going to put Oddwald on here because I just don't care. I want you guys to solve this on your own. Sorry. Evil DM in in is coming in. All right. At the top of the order, Pez. Eli has plunged. You watch as this happen. You watch as the leaf glows in, grows in, and this, and you watch as Eli falls. We get that like comical moment where he's standing on nothing for a second, and then it, it falls in. Water splashes upwards in this 15 foot diameter icy hole, and Eli is now drowning within. What would you like to do? Jeez, what in the heck? How much does Eli weigh? Eli? Good question. Oh, God. Um, consult the tomes. Ah, yes, the tomes. Though I think you've selected to be bigger, much bigger than what hedges generally right, are. Right, yeah. I'm just curious what they say. Mm -hmm. Um... Okay, so weighing between 4 and 70, 3 to 4 feet in height. I would say he's probably going to be closer to like 90, 100, just based on the size that he is. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, I got a rope. I got a rope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss the rope over. I guess I can grab, grab the rope. Like he's like just See? pulling out Steve while you're talking to him, but that's all like he's doing. He's like, what? I'm just, what? So, Pez, you have rope? Got rope. Okay. Uh, so, it takes you a little bit of time to pull out this rope from your pack. It's not just always on you. So, it's going to take your action to get the rope out of your pack and situated to where you can throw it. Okay? Uh, you can move around still if you would like to. And you can use your bonus action if you would like to. I'm going to run over to Dagonet and just, like, shove it in Dagonet's hands and then try and go around a pillar. Just, like, bleh. We'll run around if I can do that. Oh, so you're taking like an end of it to try to brace it on one of the pillars? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we've got the main bulk of the rope in Dagonet's hand. Pez has taken an end of it and is now, let's say you're wrapped around the, uh, the wind pillar, right? You're on the other side and you're trying to like brace it over there. Is that the case? Okay, perfect. Uh, all right. Is there anything else you want to do with that or is that your turn? Um, um, I'm just gonna. I, so can I'm I give him an inspiration if I can? If I can't see him? Uh, put in. Do you have inspiration that you can put into the chat? Yeah. It might say with. It may say within range or within visibility. Within right? sixty feet, who can hear you? You can take a chance to see if Eli can hear you. I'm gonna yell. Oh, I don't know if I wanna yell real loud. Uh, well, whatever. Eli, Eli, you, you got this. You can swim big strong. Big strong, bully boy. You, you, no problem. Performance check at advantage. Uh, advantage performance. Where's the P? There it is. 29. Uh, okay. So I have a DC set in my head for Eli to roll a perception to see if he can get it. But because of the 29, it's definitely at an advantage, even though he's drowning. Pez's magical piercing voice is going to reach him one way or another. 17, you hear Pez and you feel magically inspired. Yeah. Yeah, that 29. Put, I'm going I'm to be honest, that 29, I put that mental DC at a 12. I was like, that's insanity. And you get to roll no. at an advantage. Yeah, you should be okay. Um, yeah, you can hear. You can hear. Uh, Pez, so that is your entire turn. You very productive lucky what do you do you just drop the leaf in and you like look up over the mouth right it's the mouth is like right at your eye height and you watch as eli just drops into this water and you hear you see this coming out from behind it okay 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 uh you so pez was trying to anchor the rope correct mm -hmm. what is pez trying to anchor the rope to Pez has got it, uh, you know how like, you can go like around a rock and you've got like the extra friction of it being against the rock. They're on the other, they've got it wrapped around the wind pillar. Okay. On the other side. Lucky's going to be like, okay, just hold that. Uh, hold that for a second. I'm going to go, I'm going to put some, and he's going to dig through his dungeoneering pack uh, yeah. and pull out the python thing yeah. again. Okay. And, and uh, if he can use his action to start pythoning in like a python on this side of the rock of this pedestal. You want to slam a python into one of these magical pedestals. I mean, it's, there's no Yeah, other, absolutely. Just, you take your action to, <laughs> to, to it, so here's the deal. Same thing with Pez. It takes you time to get this gear out. Yeah. This is not just something that's on your belt. This is in your backpack. So you sling your pack off, go in, get a python in your hammer, and you run over to the, uh, to the pedestal. The lectern, on your next turn. Yeah. The, yeah, well, the lectern's the lectern's just gone. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know if it was like the space in front of the lectern that like. Mm -hmm. Okay. That whole area has just dropped away. Okay. And there's just water there now. Great. Uh, so you have a python, and so you're gonna try to put it into the wind one. Is that what the plan is? Into the wind pedestal that Pez has this raft around. Uh, in my mind, uh. Mm -hmm. If Pez and or if Dagade chooses to hold rope as a mm -hmm. climber, if there's like stone on the inside of the actual pit or like a ledge on the side of the pit kind of thing, that's where I was trying to like tighten in. I didn't know if like it all went down in there, like a well kind of. Like a well, okay. but it is smooth stone on the inside. So not like 
stone that had been masoned together, but as you go over there, we, as the audience, get a feeling that this is probably magically created. But yeah, there's smooth stone there. So yeah, you could like lean over the edge and get ready to pighten some stuff in. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was try to do. <laughs> Eli. The water is icy cold, and the pool is so deep. It moves as if possessed by a will of its own, spiraling downwards, trying to pull you in. Mm -hmm. You can feel this force attempting to pull you down all the way to the depths and hold you there. Uh, I'm going to need you to make me a athletics check. Okay. Uh, strength slash athletics check, and uh, you take six cold damage from the water as it tries to freeze you solid and pull you under. A nine. You're unable to keep your head above the, wait. What is your D for the, Eight. for the inspiration? Eight. You have an opportunity to beat the DC if you use it. You mean like that? You mean like that. An eight on the inspiration you beat the DC. You're avoiding being pulled under. Great. So you're not blind. Okay. You're not suffocating. You're just hurting. And it's cold. Um, you can use your... Uh, yeah. Uh, you're there. So now what do you want to do? So... You can try to pull yourselves free. You can try... It, it, it's. I mean, how close am I to the surface? Is, is there a chance that I could pull myself out of it? Yes, because you're not, you're currently... Okay. Because of that roll, you're not under the water. You feel it pulling you down, and you feel like the weight of all your gear weighing you down as well. Okay. But you're trying, you can attempt to try and pull yourself up and out of the pool. Again, it's hard, it's smooth yeah. stone on the edges, but you can try. I'd like to. Go ahead and roll me another athletics check. Really upset I used my inspiration already. Holy shit, that's a 22. A natural 20. Wow. Uh, Eli, you're able to scrabble to the side and you're like holding yourself up. Your digger's claws have sunk as far as they can into the smooth stone and are holding you there, preventing you from being pulled under at this point in time. And you are stationary as this water swirls around you and tries to freeze you. We have that moment. I don't know if you guys ever saw Sunshine where the guy has to go fix the coolant for the computers and he dives into the coolant tank that it exists in, and he freezes to death inside of it, and he's just kind of sitting there like this. Okay, it's really horrific and terrible, but like, so this is Eli on the side just shaking. So I can't climb out? Not at this moment. Okay. Yeah. You are preventing yourself, like, for your next turn based on this roll, I wouldn't have you roll again to see if you go under. You've solidified yourself now. Okay. To where you're not going under on your next turn. Tight. You're trying to get out. Was that my action? And that is definitely okay. your action. Yeah, I figured. All right. Cool. Okay. Dagonet, rope in hand. Eli on the side. Lucky looking to pighten some stuff up to get Eli a, a handhold and Pez bracing themselves against a pillar. What do you want to do here? I am reaching for him to pull him All out. All right. You reach for him. Tie Steve too around your waist real quick and you reach down to try and grab Eli and hoist the big boy out of the water. Go ahead and roll me an athletics check, please. A 14. You've got him. 
you're not able to lift him up on this particular turn. You're not being pulled in. You're not falling in. You're not pulling him up. This is this is stalemate time. Um, you're one off meeting the DC of being able to haul his ass out of the water, and I that sucks. But you're both there, and you're both like solidly there, right? So we'll see what happens on the next turn. Pez, you are braced. Is there anything else you want to do here? Uh, if it's my turn, I'm gonna since Dagonet's running for it, I'm just gonna throw an inspiration at Dagonet as well, and just mm -hmm. like hold the rope and pretend like I'm helping. Sure. I'm not okay. strong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Lucky, do you want to pighten some things? Is that what you want to do still? Uh, was the la in the last term the starting of me pighting, or I was pightening a thing? You got to the point you were gonna do it. It will take you an action to do so. Uh. No. Uh, he throws the pythons aside now with his hammer, grabs the end of the rope that uh, Pez has, and he's going to like, okay, how 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 planted are your feet, Dagonet? How how planted are your feet? You feel you feel alright? As planted as they're going to be. Okay, place yourself, and he's gonna like climb, try to climb up the back of Dagonet and try to tie at least just tie a rope around. Uh, some part of the armor that's like also tied on Eli. Like if you can scoop it through his breastplate or something at the neck or something. Okay. Cause I can't reach all the way down to get it around his like waist. There's no way I'm gonna be able to reach that far. But, but you are like using on like- On top of Dagonet reaching downwards to try and rope <sighs> Eli. I can't even reach in there first off so i'm just like is it is is my like four foot able to reach or do i need to try to like kind of like if you one use Dagonet's arm to do and, like... it probably yeah okay. you could you can do the like the the little chain of of humble folk to get yourself in there Dagonet is roped up and pez is bracing that you are currently not but you're more than able to be over Dagonet here and try and rope Eli for some extra security here, if you would like. Mm. You're gonna roll for it, but you can certainly try. Uh, so uh, you're saying that Eli, Eli's not within Lucky's grab grasp, unless you're hanging off of Dagonet. Okay, um, because I don't want to. Dagonet, you're Dagonet. you're too short to do this on your own. Yeah. Dagonet is just long enough to reach this by like hanging over the side here okay. with the braced rope from Pez. Lucky. Oh god. Lucky sees it. I guess Dagonet has his arms in or mm -hmm. on uh, mm -hmm. Eli, and Lucky mm -hmm. just okay, backs off Dagonet. He grabs mm -hmm. Dagonet's like waist belt and he's like, I'm Sally! And just pulls back as hard as he can to try to just like <laughs> Eli, get out of here with advantage. <laughs> you got two people helping you now. Get out of here. 21. You get hauled Golly. out of the icy water. Absolutely thrown over the side. And you go, all of you, collapsing and tumbling into the ash. Pez gets like thrown backward where they had been bracing, right? All of the weight's gone now, so you're just like collapsed into the ash. Eli is now covered in ash because he's cold and wet. And you see him there, even though it's so hot here, he's just shivering, uncontrollably shivering for how cold the water was. 
Yeah, if I had to guess, that's that's gotta be the Borealis. Take you got you got you got to take your clothes off. They're too wet. Oh, I... I'm not kidding. You're gonna freeze. You're gonna freeze. All right, all I'm right. Gonna... I'm gonna advantage to survival. You're gonna freeze. <laughs> okay, all right. all right. I'll take off my clothes. Jesus. Uh, didn't know we were running that kind of game here tonight. <laughs> no, for real though, hyperthermia is only heightened by wearing uh, clothes, bro. Got a quick, <laughs> quick fade to black here as Eli strips down. Yeah, you can take, you can take my cloak. Eli tries to give him his little jerbean sized cloak. Just probably. Well, like... if anything, Eli, it's definitely smart for you to like take off your pack at this point. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, like try and get warm somehow. Yeah, it is incredibly cold you, you're 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 basically hypothermic at this point your body temperature is way way too low pretty much instantaneously upon reaching that water good yeah um so you're you get out and you start doing all of these things um great you're out of the pool now right yeah there's a and the pedestal closes again and the lectern sits as it was previously All right. Um, I don't know what to do. Lucky goes back to look at the water pestle to see if it ate his leaf. You, as we get over there, we like kind of get this camera angle of like the tip of the mouth and Lucky walking over, and we can see the stem of the leaf just still sitting there outside. Yeah, as you peek over, and you're like, oh. No, it's it's still there. He takes it out. He's like, "What well, do we know?" Eli's just sitting there, rubbing himself in your cloak, just like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now we know. <laughs> Are we just supposed to drop the volcano into that pool? Then is that? I th I think it's more like we're supposed to get it <sighs> out. No, 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 no. That is not the Borealis. That's some really cold water. Maybe the Borealis is causing that. No, Wait, no, no. The bar been? Oh, <laughs> uh, over here to the side, watching how quickly you all acted together. DM inspiration for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> What's a DM? Uh, uh, shoot. <laughs> And this is where we'll fade to black on the end of the show. But for real, though, uh, you all do get DM granted inspiration because wow. you all acted within exactly what your characters would have done at any given point in time for the entirety of that little portion of the puzzle. So I do appreciate that. Um, this brings us to the end of our show for the evening. I do hope everyone that you enjoyed it. I know I did. This is always a highlight of my week. So thank you guys for playing this evening. Chat, thanks for being here. I do appreciate it. We're going to do some shout-outs. We're going to get out of here and do a Patreon post-show where we're probably going to talk about this puzzle a little bit and maybe how Lucky almost got Eli killed maybe a little bit. So, uh, Miss, uh, Miss May, where can people find you at on the internet? Well, they can find me if they type in the Lady May, M-E-A, in Twitch and Instagram and Twitter, and they'll, they'll find me. Uh, Back streaming, currently no schedule, playing Ooblets, uh, painting hopefully soon, but 
you know, you can scroll through my Instagram and see paintings I've done in the past. Which, yeah, nice. Fun times. Excellent. Thank you very much for playing this evening. And yes, please go check her out. Motor stage, Rob! Where can the people find you at? Uh, you can catch me remembering the order that we do this in, and that apparently wasn't it in my brain. I'm doing oh, it randomly right now. So. Oh, that's why. Okay, so I'm less dumb. Anyway, hi, hello, I'm Rob, or bonus stage Rob, or bonus underscore stage underscore Rob. You can find me on a couple different R RPG shows right now. Uh, this one here on Thursdays. Um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash game nights. That's game with two G's and nights with a K. Uh, Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern playing a Monster of the Week game where I'm playing a crooked turn spell slinger. I don't know, potentially turn something else. Who knows? I might switch playbooks again because heck it. Um, and that's been a lot of fun. And starting August 7th, uh, you can find me Fridays at that's a Friday, right? Golly, my brain's broken. Yep, that's a <laughs> it's Friday. A Friday. <laughs> yeah, August 7th, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. You can find me for a couple months at Encounter Roleplay, twitch.tv slash Encounter Roleplay, uh, for an Apocalypse World game um, called Diesel Punks. It's like Atomic Apocalypse World. It's going to be great. It's like Fallout meets Mad Max meets, uh, I don't know, something other apocalypse thing that I can't think of right now. It's going <laughs> to be great. Excellent. Thank you, Rob. I do appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Miss Simply Jackson, where can the people find you at? Hi, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash simply underscore Jackson. Or on Twitter with just simply Jackson. Uh, I'm going to be... Uh, I, I just... I do stuff. That's all I have to say. I do stuff and I have many regrets. <laughs> no regret. Many good thing. Go oh, follow. Regret. <laughs> no regret. Many good thing. Jeez. Thank you very much for playing this evening. Yeah. We'll talk about some of those regrets after a little bit. Miss Malavet, where can the people find you out on the internet? Hi, I'm Malavet. You can find me at Twitch on twitch.tv slash Malavet. I stream a couple times a week, mostly doing art stuff and drawing some buff ladies right now. And I don't think I'll stop. I can't stop. This whole year has been buff ladies. And I think it's just it's just comforting. You know, it's good. Uh, what else do I do? Buff ladies. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm playing that. Also, buff ladies. What is... What's wrong with me? This is just my life now. There's nothing That's, wrong with it. Guys, come on. It. It's just my life. Excellent. Okay. Thank you very much for playing this evening. Uh, hey, guys, chat. Appreciate y'all being here. Uh, big thing coming up for the, the Die Fall show community thing is our new Dark Matter game. Uh, the Conspiracy in the Stars will premiere Tuesday, August 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Click the link in that thing below if you want to go uh, support the Kickstarter and the show. Uh, and I hope to see you guys there. We'll have a brand new cast, one old returning member, and then three new people that you've never seen before on this channel. But it's going to be a great time. Thanks for being here tonight. I do appreciate it. We're going to record a Patreon post show stuff and talk about really cold water and traps. Goodbye.